Gannett Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023. And this is episode number 679. 79. I like it. It doesn't work the same way. Hey, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Thank you guys for being here. Hope you had a fantastical, fancy weekend uh, full of good food and good people and good sex and, I don't know, good poops every now and then and good TV, good sports, good good everything. I hope it was good or great or above average, if nothing else. Um, mine was decent. Your boy was busy, and uh, <clears throat> so that's a good thing, COVID cough, and uh, not anymore. And it's, a, it's a lingering uh, COVID cough, but for so many years, I always said uh, no COVID cough, so I kind of have to uh, right the ship and be honest with it. My camera... My OCD is terrible. Like, no one else would have noticed that that was off by a millimeter on screen. But your boy just had to had to adjust that. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Um, bad news today. <sighs> bad news today. I'm looking at the chat already. I need to get this. You know, and it's just let's just do it. So, uh, well, first of all, bad news today. No Jenny is mom. Uh, she's got doctor things to do. Listen, that's what happens when you're old. You have to go to the doctor a lot, okay? Uh, so no Jenny is mom today. She'll be at the doctor. Uh, but we'll, uh, you know, it's a good. I want her to be healthy, and um, I want her to be be well. So uh, it's, I'm, I'm happy to, to not have her for a Monday so we can have her for several more years. Um, but, uh, oh, you know what I want to do? So I've got, like, when COVID hit, um, I was obviously lost the job at ESPN and, um, had to, you know, pivot, do some other things, started this show, but I was still doing the TV show. We were still doing that. I was doing it remotely. I would record my segment here and then, uh, I would send it to him and we would do it. So what I ended up doing was, cause when I would do my segment on uh Houston sports show, Barry is Barry on, what was it? Barry on sports. No. BS, uh, Barry, what was it? BS with Barry? I don't fucking remember the name. Whatever it was that I did on that damn show. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I would have a teleprompter where I would read the script that I would write or me and my comedian buddies would write. Well, I went out and bought a pretty cheap teleprompter, but it works good. You get an iPad and you set it up and you're good to go. And I saw um, that a live streamer who does like Q&A hey, live streams and stuff like that. They took their teleprompter and put it on their streamer camera. So, like, right here. Like, the lens is right here. You can't. I'm touching. I'm not touching it, but I'm almost touching it, right? So, then what they did is they just feed the chat 
to the teleprompter, they never have to look away. Because I notice as I'm editing videos, I'm, I'm looking at the chat a lot because I like to inform you guys and, or, or, or include you guys. But I notice I'm not looking at the camera as much as I should. So one of my projects, get in line, uh, is to get that bad boy out of the closet and hook it up to this rig right here and uh, be able to see the chat. As I talk to the camera, and then all I would have to do is look at slides and and other things. So that's the uh, that's the ultimate goal. Once we uh, once we have, find time to do that, nonetheless. Heck um, yeah! <coughs> excuse me, I gotta say thank you for all this. Holy shit, DJ Maddie! <laughs> DJ Maddie just resubscribed for sixteen months. Thank you, DJ Maddie. I don't know if you know this, but 16 months is actually two eight-month reigns. So good job. Uh, Todd the show! Toddy boy, Toddathan, how are you, Toddy Todd? Todd, I was thinking about you the other day um, when I was uh, doing something online and uh, Astros people were tweeting and shit. I was like, man, that was the funniest shit. Uh, when Todd took over the show one day and we made Todd... Uh, dead. We killed Todd on this show, and that was just that was so much fun that day. So thanks for being a good sport with that, Todd. Uh, Todd said this is one of my longest relationships. <laughs> I dig that, bro. Uh, quite honestly, might be one of mine too. Second to oh, me and you, second to only me and Nora. <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, Nora and I have been together. Well, this next month, August thirteenth. What is that? That is uh, obviously fourteen days away. But I'm trying to, what day is that? What day is that? Let's see, August, there's a Sunday. August 13th of this year will mark 25 years since Nora and I had our first date. It's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. I get Uh Yo, uh, Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bids, buddy. And that started a hype train. I don't know why my voice got like that. Don't judge me, it's Monday, bitches. Uh, Joel, thank you for the letter bits, buddy! Where's my hat? Where's my shots? Damn it, I gotta get my... What's happening right here? I don't have a shot glass in here. Shit. I don't know what to do. I don't know I didn't bring a shot glass. I need to, like... I need to, uh, what I need to do is, um, on like Sundays, I need to wash. I mean, I wash dishes all the time, but I need to like wash my shot glasses and then bring them back in here. That needs to be the thing. But I don't have it, so you're just going to have to deal with me swigging and sucking on this. Okay. Don't, nope. Nobody clip that. We don't need to. And and it would be really weird if I, if I drink it like that. Uh, hey, man, thank you guys for the hype train. Uh, mucho appreciated. Uh, I, I toast you with this fireball. I tell you that I love you. I appreciate your support. Thank you all for being here. And um, Godspeed. I don't know. Whatever. I suck at toasts. I do. I love toast, but I suck at toasts. Reyes said, I've been drunk since Friday. Yes. Um, aware. Reyes, I got to say, hey, what's up, Cool Breeze? My dude, Cool Breeze, there, sir. Thank you for the 200 bitches. Uh, much appreciated. No, I don't suck toes. 
I didn't say I sucked toes. Who said I sucked toes? Have you been talking to Nora? I don't know. I, I mean, okay, one time during sex, one time, I sucked toes, but it was my toes, so that's that's okay. All right, um, DJ Maddie said I'm still recovering from Saturday. Uh, <coughs> Christopher Reyes said I've been drunk since Friday, and Mina, what's up, Mina? Said you mean Friday two months ago? Yeah. Um, I gotta say. Uh, I suck at toast. God damn it. I suck at toasts. I suck at toasts. That's what don't make me go back. I wish I had the replay. Uh, this, this vmix software that I use actually has a replay function where I can go boop and it'll go back like 30 seconds or a minute or whatever. And I can run a replay. Don't make me do that. I said, I suck at toasts. Um, but Saturday we had a show at hop scholar once again, <laughs> That bad boy sold out. We were actually oversold. It was standing room only. Shut up, Clarence! It wasn't toes! All right, I hate this whole chat. Everybody's going to get a timeout. Um, We were standing room only. It was a great show. Andy Huggins was back in the building. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, T-Shawn Shannon was the headliner. So much fun. And um, as always, my, my dogs, my dudes, my day ones, my boys, um, Robert Likes Beer, the king of the deckheads, and uh, Mr. 1% Chris Reyes showed up, showed out, always getting a table. They're the first to get their tickets reserved and ready to go for the next show. And um, they were there. And um, Robert was like or there early. Robert and, and his better half always show up early. But Reyes trickled in a little bit later, well, well before start time. But I knew I was like, oh, shit. Reyes walked in drunk. Reyes came in drunk. And I was like, oh, oh, God, this is we're about to have another Fidel uh, on our hands. We're about to have this is going to. And you know what? I got to I credit where credit is due. Now, would I like to see him slow down and not drink as much? Yes. Would I do I think everything in moderation and I, I'm concerned about him and his health? Absolutely. I love Reyes, and I want to see him around forever. So, buddy, I'd love for you to slow it down. However, I got to say I was pretty impressed because I was fully expecting to have to go over and be like, bro, you got to stop. You got to go. My homie never, he, he yelled out one time, and it wasn't even really his fault. Tishon, the headliner, went into the crowd and started messing with Robert and the whole table. And, uh, and then Reyes, he ended up talking shit to my mom, not knowing. And then Reyes was like, that's his mom. I was like, Reyes, stop. Don't. He's like, that's Barry's mom. I was like, stop. But that was it. I was so, so impressed that you could be that drunk <coughs> and not be an asshole at a comedy show. So, uh, well done, Reyes. Uh, he, they, listen, there's very few people that can handle their liquor. Reyes is one of them. For sure. But he's got good practice. Hey, man. Hype train is up. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 minutes. Thank you, buddy. The hype train is done. Hey, Cool Breeze. I'll smack Cool Breeze with the 200 bitty bitties. Thank you, Cool Breeze. Uh, hype train is complete. 88% of a level one. Two subs. Four hundred titty bitties. Let's go. All right. Hey, yo, what's up? Ambient heat. Good to see you, my friend. Otto said, no no feet on the table, Ian. Yeah, no shit. Hey, yo, what up? Dre Dre's in early. Oh, shit. 
What up, Trey? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here early. All right, let's get to the chat. If you're new to the program and don't know what the chat is, that is the shout out to the chat. It is not the past tense of shit. It is the shout out to the chat. It's me saying hello to you guys, acknowledging everyone that has showed up for this show uh, and thanking you because you make the show possible. Without you, I would just be a weirdo sitting in his room talking to himself into a camera. So I appreciate you guys. I want to shout you out. That's why I do it. Uh, Dre, thank you for the three minutes, my friend. <laughs> By the way, I missed DJ's Maddie's message. He said it's National Mutt Day, or as I call it, Heinz 57. There you go. I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, all right, here's the chat. Uh, now, I know I know. Uh, Reyes was super early. 126, he was in early. Um, and he said, fuck any weather, dude. It's hot. Yes. Yes, it is very hot. Um, and Al wasn't first. So Chris Ray has greatest decade in the history of the world, at least for the next three hours. And then it's back to regular old ass Chris Reyes. Uh, everybody else in the chat. I see CC. What's up, sweetie? Now, CC is not going to be able to be here. I saw she said she's got shit to do. She's hanging on by a thread. So everybody act your best because mod CC won't be here. But I'm pretty sure I saw Donna and Jen pop in. So we'll be OK. Uh, what's up, Alex Villanueva? Good to see you. I swear to God, I saw your doppelganger at my show last night. Well, not my show. At the show I was on last night at the Houston Improv. I was in the, looking in the crowd. I was like, oh, shit. Look at Alex Villanueva showing up, man. Much appreciated, Alex. Wasn't you. Uh, who else? And that's not racist, by the way. It was a black guy, not a Mexican. So just kidding. It was a Hispanic dude. All right, what's up, One Deep? Good to see you, buddy. FJ, what's up, pimpin'? How are you, FJ? Hey, there's producer Flip. How are you, sir? Thank you for showing up. Ambient heat in the building. Uh, Tony the Handsome. Nice seeing some of y'all Saturday. That was uh, Katie's birthday. How did that go? Was that fun? Did it go good? I hope so. I hope it went well. Uh, Robert, like beer, Robert likes beer in the building. By the way, our next Hop Scholar show will be October 21st. And uh, should Robert likes beer show up, and to be present, he will then become the Cal Ripken of Hop Scholar Comedy Night. That will make 10 shows in a row. We started September of 2021. We do it once a quarter. That'll make 10 shows in a row, and we will celebrate together. I just hit my microphone by doing a shot on stage, so I can't wait for that. Uh, what's up, Steven, the weather guy? I think it's time to fix the intro of the show. No longer stars Oliver. It should say starring Fireball and replace and some drinking with and some man titties. Okay, I don't have the budget for that, so no. What's up, Total Dallas? My poops were so-so. Okay, well, you know what? Thank you for sharing. Cisco, what's up, homie? Good to see you. Uh, who else is here? Let's see. Mm, Amos, what's up, man? Great fight weekend with the homies. Uh, you know what? I heard the boxing, uh, the fight, the boxing fight, at least, the boxing match. I heard the, the boxing fight. I don't want to sound like an old dude. I feel like if I, I heard that the fisticuffs gathering was swell. I don't know. I heard it. Was, I heard it was a good fight though, which I don't know. I'm not sad I missed it. I had a show. Uh, what's up, Rudy Ross? Sanitize, wash hands. Back the fuck up. Um, Ivan's here. Ivan, um, good to see you. Ice cold hot takes is here. Morning, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. That's in the headlines for the day. Sad news indeed. Uh, what's up, my sweet, sweet Donna? Work making me late today. Damn you, work! Donna, you got to pay bills, girl. I get it. I get it, girl. Don't you worry about it. Uh, what's up, Ian? Good to see you, buddy. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Ian, you're in Florida, right? The great state of Florida. Just checking. 
I feel like that's the case, but even if I'm wrong, correct me. Uh, who else is here? I think you I think you think the that looking at the chat is a bigger deal than we think it is. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to be professional, Stephen. I'm trying to make this like a professional show. Okay? I see all the other live sports talk shows on Twitch and YouTube, and if they're not, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of followers looking at you, Pat McAfee, um, I think a lot of them look amateurish. And that's the one thing I don't want this show to look like is amateurish. I might be amateurish. I might act amateurish. But I don't want the show to appear as though it's amateurish. I, this is a weird word. I got to stop saying that. What's up, Jim? Thank you for the 69. I like it. I'm just trying to make it look good, okay, Steven? So shut it up. Uh, <coughs> who else is here? Homo Astros fan. What's up, homie? Joe, good to see you, buddy. Um, AJB, Aaron J. Bryan in the building. What's up, pimp? Thank you for being here. Uh, who else? Flip had a skinny jean sighting. These aren't skinny jeans, but that's okay. What's up, Cool Breeze? DJ Maddie, uh, Christopher Mina, Ambient Heat, Peepa Dubs. Peepa Dubs said that looked like a Jenny's mom shot. Kiss my ass, Dubs. It was the best I could do. Uh, who else is there? Total Dallas. Uh, Nick Gamboa. Clarence. Hey, guys. What's up? Good to see you, Clarence. Alan Denson, I got. I am so proud of you, alcoholic deckheads. Well, I don't know if I would say proud. Uh, Rhea said Andy ripped. Yes, he did. It was, uh, he is, he's amazing. Um, let's see. Speaking of Fidel, he was at Katie's party and he's doing so great with his life. I'm so glad to hear that. I really am. That makes me happy. Um, what's up, Jen? By the way, I forgot to do this, but I don't know why. Uh, after it was after I had created the rundown, but Jen sent a thankful Thursday. A $5 thankful Thursday, and I didn't acknowledge it and say thank you to her. So, Jen, I apologize. I love you. Please don't fire me or put me on probation or write me up. But I do love you, and I do appreciate it. So I wanted to make sure I acknowledged it and said thank you. Uh, Dr. Dre, God, let's see. Who else am I missing? I think I got everybody. I think I think we're in, if, at least those of you that have chatted. Uh, I talked to Fidel for a bit and have no idea what he was talking about. I just nodded along. That's Was he drunk? Was he drunk? Probably probably steven the weather guy was here at 12 46 wow that's super early super early uh let's see i'm here barely what's up cc um <laughs> who else who else Celio! what's up pimps Celio said i never got my shirt from the show back in march what the fuck okay uh, can you private message me home slice so I can get your size and your address again? I thought Jenny's mom sent it out, but apparently not. So uh, send me your uh, just private message me, Celio. Uh, are you still on, are you on the discord? Are you on Patreon still? Um, if not, you can private message me here on Twitch or Twitter or whatever social media platform. But just shoot me a message. Uh, resend me your address and the size. And it was the Astro shirt. Or just remind me what it was, and I'll get it in the mail to you, okay? Uh, wasn't a great fight. Stop it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, there is dissension amongst the ranks. That's not good. Crawford too much for Spence. I did hear about that. Uh, let's see. Oh, Virginia. Ian, my bad. Ian's in Virginia. Born in Virginia. Just a Florida fan. Okay. Good, 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 good. Um, I am a big effing deal. 
I mean, you got one part of that right. You are big. So, um, <laughs> Steven said, hey, I'm just trying to save you concern. Oh, no, no, I get, I get it. I appreciate that. But, you know, your boy's trying to make it look good. Uh, what's up, GMO Sports? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Mm, I think I got everybody. Barry, please tell me you saw the epic flying knee from Derek Lewis. So, I, I mean, I had a show Saturday night. And I was there at Hop Scholar at 6.30. I did not get home until 2 a.m. So I saw no fights. I mean, I saw the video of the flying knee. And it was funny because uh, I didn't even see it until a friend of the show. He's been on here before. Y'all remember Colin Cantrell? The bald guy that told a bunch of funny stories. And um, he was one of the original like legacy fighting championship ring announcers and guys. One of the OGs in Houston MMA. Uh, I saw him post about it and I was like, bro, that's hilarious. Cause I swear to God, Derek Lewis has been trying to land that flying knee since I first started covering him in 2010. So I just thought that was hilarious that he finally did it. That was outstanding. Uh, <laughs> Jen, no worries. I will unquit now. Thank you, boo. I appreciate you. All right. Why not good for Jenny? Does she get shit faced? Does she get shit faced? Uh, I don't get Back copies in. of your, uh, I didn't get copies of your elementary pictures, Barry. Okay, kiss my ass, kiss my ass. <laughs> Thank you, Celio. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, I said great fight weekend with the homies, not for Spence. Got it, got it. All right, we're caught up. Truck driver Pookie just resubscribed. Let's go. All right, we got a whole shit ton of stuff. Here's here's everything I have on the rundown. I'm just going to read it to you so you'll know to stick around because you don't want to miss nary a thing. Um, I want to talk about why everybody hates John McClain on Twitter. Uh, I, your boy, tried to recreate H-E-B butter tortillas. We'll talk about that. I might even show you an example. Um, I have a video of the most cowardly boyfriend in the world. You're not going to believe that. We're going to talk Astros, uh, specifically Dusty Baker. We're going to talk MLB trade deadline. I have a crazy stat for you about the Angels that Ken Rosenthal posted in an article on The Athletic, um, which may explain why the Angels are doing the dumb shit that they're doing. <clears throat> I got a ton of uh, sports headlines for you. And then, of course, whatever you guys want to get into. As I said, no Jenny is mom. Um, so we'll have to wait until next week for that. There you go. That's it. Dre, I feel Barry would shut this hoe down if those came to light. What, my elementary school photos? Oh no. No. Um I have I have them on Facebook I think. I I've, I've showed them before. My elementary school photos? I think I've showed them on this this fine program before. I definitely know I showed uh showed them on the radio. Okay, that's not. That's not how that works. <coughs> Excuse me. God, I can't shake the cough. Last night I had to sleep on the couch. Not because I did anything wrong. I mean, I'm sure I did. But I got home late from the Houston Improv, and um, I always have to wind down before I can go to bed. But just started coughing and couldn't stop. So just slept on the couch. Uh, <coughs> had to because I cannot, for the love of God, shake this cough. Can't do it, and I don't know why. <coughs> it's just like some tightness right here. Haven't smoked a cigar in forever. I don't know what it is. Uh, I ain't got time for that. I got bronchitis. Uh, all right, where's my old school me? There we go. Uh, here are some random photos of me as a children. 
of, of me as a as a as a child, please. Here's some ele- these are specifically elementary school photos. I know I've shown these before. Uh, and then I'll show you uh, prom night because uh, some of you may have seen these. Some of you don't remember. So, yeah, here's a whole ass. Um, here's a whole ass thing of photos. OK, just because I know you guys. I mean, a lot of you all will remember. Dre, you'll remember seeing these once I put them up. Uh, but until then, you're going to be like wondering what the hell these are. So here is oh, this one's going to make me sad. Look at Terrence quit smoking for a month and a half, bro. That's amazing. Stay with it, homie. Uh, I quit smoking. Yes, Cisco remembers Redheaded Barry. What's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you, man. I still have your in uh, your email uh, about the Aggies on on read or unread because I just haven't had time. But I do. I did want to say thank you and I appreciate it. I I saw it and I can't wait to dive into it. I just not have not had a chance, but I appreciate you. Yeah, for some reason I looked redheaded as a kid. I don't know why. I have I have dark brown to black hair. But somehow as a kid, I was redheaded. My coworker was like that for about a month. I had a cough. I couldn't shake for a while too, bro. Shit disappeared out of nowhere. Oh, God, I hope so. God, I hope so. No parachute pants. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Here's all the different uh, trip down memory lane pics of my childhood, and then we're going to get to our sports headlines. So here you go. This is a, uh, sadly, this is a picture of my dad. Uh, y'all say a prayer if you pray. I don't, but um, and that's not a fake fireplace. That shit is real roaring in the background. I think I still have that shirt. Um, but yeah, there's pops. I don't know why my hair looks red like that. Uh, but that's my dad, and uh, saw him yesterday. Still not doing good. Um, you know, he just he 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 is not getting any better. So um, prayers up to pops if you pray, man. I uh. I don't know what to do. Honestly, none of us do. He's he's been he's been in ICU or IMU since July fifth, and just not looking good. So love you, pops. Um, everybody, be cool. Let's see. Look like Beach right out for the Problem Child movie part. Shut up. <laughs> Trace uh, Bear, you got to ask Chuck Driver Pookie how he stopped coughing. I think it has something to do with swallowing swallowing chorizo. <laughs> Uh, flips it. Is that a shirt you perform in? Uh, yeah, it should be. I actually, I swear to God, I think I have one that looks like that. All right. Next picture on Facebook. There you go. There's your boy. What? Come on. Look at this sexy son of a bitch out there in his T-ball outfit with his little, with his little wristbands. Look at that old school rockets, red, orange, and yellow or Astros, I guess. Red, orange, and yellow. What's up, Jed? Thank you for being here, sweetie, and thank you for the prayers. Thank you all for the prayers, man. I appreciate it. He's struggling. But your boy, look at them wings. Look look at the wings. Look at the fucking wings on this man. Huh? I could fly away to baseball, uh, T-ball, I should say. This was YMCA, Cypress Creek, YMCA, T-ball. But I could fly away to the YMCA, T-ball Hall of Fame right there with them wings. Also, I want to point out, uh, look at them two chicks on the right checking me out. I see y'all looking at my assholes. I see y'all looking, not my asshole, my ass, comma, dot, 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 hoes. I see y'all looking. My ass was hot when I took this picture because uh, these older chicks, they couldn't keep their hands off me. Your boy had your boy had them big ass arms. They was trying to, they was trying to fuck. I ain't gonna lie. <clears throat> they was trying to fuck. They was trying to smash. And I was like, I don't do that. I'm focused. I'm focused on my baseball career, my T-ball career. I'm focused on my T-ball. 
career. So you hoes are going to have to wait. That's Nora, right? I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, next one. There you go. There's me and Jenny as mom. <laughs> I tagged my bangs uh, on this phone. Oh, why did I just untag bangs? Damn it. Uh, no, I didn't want to untag bangs. Anyways, um, there's Jenny as mom and me. Look at that. Look at that, boy. Crispy ass line. Look at that. It looks like a helmet. It looks like one of them old school uh, motorcycle helmets. Like Evil Knievel old school motorcycle helmets. <coughs> this is what it looks like. This this is literally my bangs right here. Uh, hold on. Oh, damn it. This is what my bangs look. Bitch. Bitch. This is this is my bangs right here. Look at that. That's my bangs. Tell me that's not my bangs. Shoop, shoop. Red-headed helmet bangs. That's what I got. All right. Uh, so, see, I told you, Dre. Darren Barry, you started the cuh haircut before it was famous. The cuh what? Oh, bowl cut? Yes, Donna. Very much a bowl cut. Actually, a bowl cut, Donna, goes all the way around. Like, it's like I had a bowl cut, kind of. But that's just um jenny your mom cutting your hair at the house because your parents are too goddamn cheap to take you to a barber anyways i digress all right here's the rest of the photos <laughs> oh fuck ladies listen please try not to get wet um i know if you're watching this and you're female you're probably you're gonna you can excuse yourself and go change your panties because uh your boy's socks was god I, I called those. I mean, there you go. I tagged socks in that photo. Uh, I tagged a winged haircut in that photo. What the fuck kind of tags are these? <laughs> Why do I? I tagged sweatbands. Same sweatbands, by the way, from the other one. Uh, but yeah, your boy was, you know, what can I say? What can I say? I was looking at them shorts. Look, who was it? Yeah, yeah. I was wearing Hoochie Daddy shorts when I was fucking seven. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. I'm surprised they didn't hold me back this year. I look like I have a learning disability, if we're being honest. I look like I couldn't, uh, I look like I, I, I didn't know the number to 911. For real. It, it looks like I couldn't spell the word A. This is bad. They're like, what's your name? I was like, potato. I don't, I don't look very smart in this photo. I don't, that doesn't even look like me, by the way. Who is this redheaded weirdo that can't add? Uh, there you go. Much sexier. Look at that fucking Elvis. Yeah, I love when people are like, I'm old school. I, I like the Oilers since run and shoot, bitch. I like the Oilers all the way back into the Elvin Buffet era. Okay. Look at that shit. God damn. I wish I had that shirt still. Sexy son of a bitch. All right. And then here was my elementary school class. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I did smash all the chicks you see in this photo. In kindergarten. Just smashing, smashing in kindergarten. Yes, I was, except for the chick with the eyes here. I was like, nah, baby girl, you can't get it. You, you can't get it. You can't get it with them glasses. Uh-uh. But everybody else, I smashed, 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 all of them. Even this dude, whatever. <laughs> uh, here's prom night. There's, there's your boy on prom night. There you go. That sexy son of a bitch. I drove my sister's Geo Metro to prom and then there was my prom date lisa look boy what fucking look at the shadow it cast on the back like just jesus christ 
And then there's me and my uh, my brother. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Dante. <clears throat> but that was also prom night. My boy, my boy was was such a ladies' man in uh, high school. He went to prom as a junior. I'm like, bro, I had to, didn't nobody ask me to go to prom as a junior? So yeah, there you go. That's prom night. All right, that's it. There. So Dre, I told you, I told you, fam. <coughs> we had done the 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 photos before. I know a lot of y'all remember most of those. So yeah, that was Dante, man. Dante was that's you know my foster brother. Alex had smashed their hands in the door. <laughs> Shut up, Alex. What does Cisco say? Look at that Tennessee Oiler shirt. I will fucking time you the fuck out. Donna said I miss our roast shows. I know. I do too. We need to do another one of those. I think what we need to do from now on is like birthday roasts. I think because we talked about doing that before. But you send in two to three pictures when it's your birthday, if you're a Patreon member, and uh, and then I get to roast the shit out of you. I think that's fair. I miss when we posted pictures to get roasted. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Y'all worked at Apple Tree? Holy shit, that's back in the day. That is back in the day. Uh, Dick Willie came in with the lineup. Altuve, Pena, Tucker, Bregman, Jordan, Abreu, Yiner, uh, Jolks, Myers, and J.P. Francois. Okay. Uh, Tony said, my birthday is in September. You can roast me. Uh, that's Tony right there, which that'll be great as long as you don't have a suicide bomber mission before then. Okay. My daughter had fun at school doing uh, during rope cross and playing games. Nice. It's good, Brian. I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that. All right, let's get to our sports headlines for the day. Let's go. Uh, Jen said, just say the word, Barry. Let me time him out. I mean <coughs> he know not what he do. He's still drunk. Leave that man alone. All right, uh, here's your sports headlines for the day. Hey, breaking news. I don't know why when the breaking news sounder makes me dance like Napoleon Dynamite, but it does. I'm, you remember what he was doing then? He was like, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know why. Max, uh, the Mets have traded pitcher Max Scherzer. Scherzer? Max Scherzer. The Mets have traded pitcher Max Scherzer to the Texas Rangers. Uh, and the Rangers ain't no joke, man. They're not playing. They had just lost Jacob DeGrom. So good for them for getting that duo back together so that they can replicate the lack of success that they had in New York together. <laughs> I mean, individually they had success, but as a team, no thanks. Which, you know what? This is not the best year for Max Scherzer. Um, however, this is a this is a big, bold move for the Texas Rangers. A lot of people, uh, the scuttlebutt. The uh, the 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 haps on um, Twitter uh, were that hey and and just you know in general was that the Rangers and the Astros were in the running to land Justin Verlander and then surprise the Rangers end up getting Max Scherzer instead, which I said opens the door now. For the Astros to go get, bring back JV. Bring him home where he belongs. 
But then the uh, the the also the scuttlebutt on Twitter is that J, JV is is looking at the Dodgers. What? Are we really gonna allow? Buy a total underscore Dallas. God bless America and everything. Holy, can we go one day? <laughs> this is the funniest shit. <clears throat> it is hilarious. You guys. Oh, my God. This is so total Dallas. First of all, I'm sorry. I love you. Um, I'll see you in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. Um. <laughs> Every day, somebody times out uh, Total Dallas. Every damn day. And it's because he's the he's a huge Astros hater, Texans hater, Rockets hater. Uh, he, is the, he is the mayor of the player hater ball. You know what I mean? That would be Total Dallas. So uh, he got timed out. Who timed him out? It was Dr. Trad 290. <laughs> Because he was talking shit. Look, you, it's your points. You get one timeout a day, and the, the uh, as a show. Uh, and and I think it happened because he was like, the timeout is not to be toyed with. Uh, Rolly eye face, and then he followed it up with Rangers. <coughs> we'll see how Max Scherzer does with the Rangers. So yes, rest in peace to Total Dallas. He is an agitator. Oh, 100 percent. Alan said, "Who did not see that coming?" Even I had a finger on the trigger. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, he has to have the record of being timed out. We should start keeping track. I mean, we're, actually, I should just go in and fill in every day with Total Dallas. And when it's not him, we'll, we'll you know, put in a different name. Um, all right. So back to your, Jesus, what's going on? That's the second time I've hit myself in the face with this microphone. Lock it up, Laminac. Sitting here talking about a professional show, and this is how you act, you dumbass. Anywho, a couple of thoughts for you guys on this Max Scherzer to the Texas Rangers trade thing. Um, first things first. I'm just real quick. I'm looking to see is there any been any breaking news on the trade deadline front, and there has not, which is good. I guess. <coughs> um. Scherzer this year, four ERA, he's nine and four. Whip is good at 1.19. Anything below 1.2 is good. Anything below 1.1 is great. Anything below one is a phenomenal, a next level. Um, but, I mean, let's just take a quick little gander, shall we, at uh, Max Scherzer's career stats and see how he's doing so far this year, just so you can kind of see while why I think this is while this appears like a really good trade and if he can recapture his old ways that'll be awesome um what is that I don't know what that dot is that's weird uh here is Max Scherzer's uh career he started in 2008 my homie my, my dog been doing it for a minute but I mean last couple of years right um Washington I mean when he was there just lights out, got him to a World Series and won one. Um, and then it went to the Dodgers for a year where he had a 198 ERA in 2021 when he was traded from the Nationals. Signed with the Mets in 2022, had a 229 ERA. But this year, he has struggled a bit. Um, I don't really know why I've not watched all of the Max Scherzer games, so I couldn't tell you if it's control, velocity, uh, what. 
Uh, a good indication sometimes will be his uh, your strikeout to walk ratio. That's a good indication of your you know whether you're struggling with control or not. And it's down. I mean, he hasn't had it this bad since 2020, and four is as low as it's been since the beginning of his career. So, <clears throat> um, that's one good indication. And whip is another one. Whip is a good indication of it's your walks plus hits. And how many you're giving up per inning. So he's almost at 1.2, and he hadn't done that since 2020 uh, when he had a pretty not great year. Um, but other than that, you can see he's always had a whip below one for the most part. So that'll tell you he, it looks like he's struggling with control a little bit. It might be a velocity thing. I guess I could pull up. Uh, let's see. Max. I always mess his name up. Scherzer. Velo chart. 2022, 2020. I bet Dick Willie could pull up Velo on. Um, uh, do you go? Where, where do you go to, um, Dick Willie? I need to save that. Uh, what is this? Oh, here we go. What, uh, what? Say, what the hell? What in the wide, wide world of sports? Oh, exit Velo. Here we go. Oh, this is pretty good right here. <laughs> This is a good little charty chart. Uh, here's like batted balls. Um, so barreled balls, he's at 29. That's about that's about what he's been doing. Um, barrel percent 10, that's not good. That's way up. Uh, exit velo is about the same. Max exit velo, launch angle. So that's, I'm getting, well, is this his, no, that's his pitching statistics. Okay. Uh, standard? No, we won't. Yeah, well, this is what we yeah, this is what we want. Let's see. Um, sweet spots, launch angles. And here is his, that's usage. I want velo. Pitch by season, pitch tracking. <coughs> yeah, I don't see it now. There's usually a velo chart. Um, oh, here's his movement. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, they have everything. This is ridiculously crazy. But nonetheless, uh, the the point being, eh, I'm not so sure that Scherzer is the guy of old, but that doesn't mean he can't turn it around. I mean, the Mets have been bad, so you're going to have, I mean, Ver, look at Verlander's year compared to what he was last year. So, hey, uh, Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Steven the Weather Guy, thank you for the 10 bits, buddy. <coughs> Steven Leather guy said, I'm an Astros fan, but boy, am I going to enjoy the Astros Twitter meltdown when the Astros don't get Verlander by the deadline. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then Tony the Handsome said, Astros Twitter feels so entitled. We're going to talk about Astros Twitter here in just a second. All right. So uh, Mets trade Max Scherzer to the Rangers. Verlander probably on the move. A couple of teams I've seen, including the Astros and the Dodgers. Rangers were mentioned, but now that's not going to happen. But I wanted to make a point on something. This whole Mets run this year really is familiar. And I tweeted this out late last night. So if you're following me on Twitter and you were up, you've heard this. But chances are most of you didn't. You know what this reminds me of? Watching the Mets and new owner, Steve Cohen, come in and just open up the checkbook and just spend, spend, spend. Went out and spent a lot of money on two big-name arms in Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander to add to that rotation. And didn't get the results that he paid for. 
I mean, fledgling mediocrity is not why you spend all that money. It reminds me of when Drayton McClain bought the Astros, took over, and went out and spent an absolute grip on Doug Drabeck and Greg, Doug Drabeck and Greg Swindell. He went out and spent all that money on Drabeck and Swindell, and they literally did nada. They, it was just they were they were mid at best. They really had no material effect on how good or bad the team was because they just weren't effective at all. And it was a huge sum of money. We're talking for those of you, for those of you bandwagon Astros fans, which I'm gonna say is probably most of you that don't remember this. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll fast forward a little bit just in case your bandwagon started a little before or after that. Uh, it's kind of like the Carlos Lee thing. That was Drayton did it not once but twice. Right? He gave all that money to Carlos Lee. And um, you hadn't seen that since the Drabeck and Swindell signings because he was burned so badly with so much wasted money. And the problem with with um, Drake McClain was he never wanted to consult his GMs. And he had some decent GMs. I loved Jerry Hunsicker. Loved him. But he never really consulted his GMs. He just did what he wanted because he's the man and he owned it. And so that's why the Drabeck and Swindell signings backfired. Now, I think it might be a little bit different with the Mets in that the GM was heavily involved, I'm sure. But Cohen spent the money. But that's what it feels like to me. That's what it smells like. It smells like Drabeck and Swindell. The amount of money for the product for for what they produced didn't equal. And it was disappointing now does that mean steve cohen is going to go all drayton mclean on the mets freeze up and not spend any money for the next five seven years probably not <clears throat> but i expect i expect uh expect a different um mindset with the mets going forward right and by the way they traded max scherzer they traded their closer uh, and um, their GM still had the balls to come out and say, oh, we're not having a fire sale. You're about to trade Verlander. What do you call that? I mean, yeah, they're not going to trade Pete Alonso, but when you trade Scherzer and Verlander and your closer because you lost your closer during the World Baseball Classic, but you found, was it Roberts? Brian Roberts? Robertson? I don't remember which. That's a fire sale, bro. That is a fire sale. I mean, it's not a Chicago White Sox fire sale, but it's a fire sale. Just own it. Just say, look, we tried. We 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 put together a group that we thought could win a World Series, and it's been a total disaster. So we're going to regroup, and we're going to give it another go. I mean, own that. As a fan, I want to hear that. I don't want to hear, like, uh, some delusional, no, no, we're fine. What's that meme where the guy's sitting in a chair? I think it's a SpongeBob meme or some shit, and everything around him is on fire, and he's like, it's okay. Everything is okay. This is fine. That's the Mets right now. It's not okay. <laughs> Um, Mark G, what's up, Mark? Good to see you, buddy. He said, I used to deliver pizza to the Drabecks. Nice. Nice. Thank you, Dre. Dre said, excellent correlation, Barry. Thank you, buddy. See, sometimes I, I put some thought into my takes. <coughs> Not all the time. But, yeah, that's what it kind of felt like. I even started, you know, looking into the... I got in. I got in down. I went down our YouTube rabbit hole. and Or I, I should say a, 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 a wiki rabbit hole for... The Astros and Drake McClain, but um, the Mets do suck, Big Willie. I'm not. I'm not not saying that. I'm telling you what the Mets are saying. Um, so yeah, that's that's your uh, that's your New York Mets update, which was one of the topics I wanted to talk about. Um, some other some other sports news for you. Other sports headlines. 
Zach Moss, uh, running back for the Indianapolis Colts, has suffered a broken arm. Is out four to six weeks. You might recall uh, Moss, if you didn't know, is um, filling in and getting starting reps because Jonathan Taylor um, is not playing nice with the Colts and has demanded a trade and doesn't like the money that he's making. And he's beefing with Jim Ursay and wants the market reset and yada, yada, yada. And I think he's been – is Taylor also injured? I can't recall. Uh, <clears throat> but he has not been uh, playing. He has not been getting starting reps. Um, what is that? Colts, Jonathan Taylor requests trade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Denies back injury that reportedly has team considering NFI list. Um, so, yeah, that's that's right. It's like they were saying it's a fake back injury. But nonetheless, boy, if you're the Colts and you thought, ah, we'll be fine. We got Zach. I mean, four to six weeks is no big deal. It's still July, but well, it's August. But there you go. Keep an eye on that. Uh, bad news for Jeff Bell, the slow white Bronco. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. But the uh, Broncos are concerned that their uh, slot receiver, their number three receiver on the depth chart at least, Tim Patrick, has suffered an injury to his Achilles. No timetable yet (coughs) on his return. But big blow for the Broncos trying to make a big-time comeback. Sean Payton and crew. Um, Speaking of Achilles, we talked about on this show last week when Joey B, Joe Cool went down with his uh, injury, everyone was like, dang, it's an ACL. All this wild speculation from bloggers and vloggers and randos on Twitter who just love to give out medical advice. And it's like, it ended up just being a calf strain, okay? But what pissed me off is, and I'm about to go on a rant, and if I do, I apologize. We'll get back to more specific sports news. But I am really struggling with being patient with these bullshit um, blogger, vlogger, media journalist guys that just buy a fucking domain name or a Twitter handle and then call themselves professional media sorts and then go to, just because you get a pass and go to training camp, that doesn't make you media. I mean, it makes, I, I see it all the time especially when I was in radio going to the games and going to some of these events, even when I covered MMA, it was like anybody would just randomly start some shit. And, and, and I'm guilty of that, right? I started an MMA website and started covering it, but that's not the point. That's fine. There's a lot of self-made people who have a lot of legitimacy to them, right? My thing is a lot of these cats that do this have never taken the time to learn how to be a professional journalist, how to be a professional writer, how to professionally cover a team, and what are some of the do's and don'ts of journalism and writing and covering sports. One of the biggest no-nos, one of the biggest no-nos in sports coverage, whether it be play-by-play in-game or as a writer or a journalist, which there is a difference, by the way. There is a difference between a journalist and a writer. Just so we're, a journalist that basically has no rules. It's almost op-ed style. They can talk about whatever they want with no restrictions. Writers are usually like a beat writer or they'll have like a, you know, a specific formula that they have to follow for whoever they're writing for. But a journalist can write what they want to write about. A, a good example of that is uh, Jerome Solomon. Uh, he can write whatever he wants, right? And then Chandler Rome is a writer 
uh, that covers the Astros. There's, there is a, there is a difference and not that one's better than the other. That's just the difference. Right. But the thing is when you go to journalism school or when you have good mentors, when you get in the business, which I was fortunate enough to have, I've learned the business from, you know, guys like John Granado and Lance Zerline and Joel Blank and, and, and Jerome Solomon. And, and I've had a ton of people teach me how this business goes, both in radio in coverage and in TV and even in writing Fred Fowler, shout out to Fred Fowler for teaching me how to be a better sports writer. But they all, that's the thing. They all taught me the business. But there are so many of these random ass fan blogging type media guys that don't know shit about being in the media. But they're just wildly speculating on injuries. They use we when they talk about the, the, the teams and they don't, there's no objectiveness to it at all. It's pretty disgusting. And when this shit happened with Joe Burrow, I was losing my mind on Twitter. I had to just shut down the app. So many of these, these fucking randos were, ah, John, it's got to be ACL, 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 ACL. Now, there's, a, there's also a difference when sometimes when you watch uh, a, a, an athlete, you might hear this. Now, there is a distinction, though, because you might be watching a game and an athlete might be like, man, that looks like an ACL injury because when I was playing, if you did this move and that thing happened and you grabbed here and you did that, it was usually an ACL. So that's what it looks like to me. That's different. That's taking real world experience and applying it and not definitively saying uh, ACL, but you're saying when I played, this is what the result of something like that happening. So it's a it's a it's very much a whole different thing than just some fucking dude at a keyboard who watches a 30-second video on Twitter, retweets it and it goes, ACL drives me insane. And I'm sorry for that lame ass rant, but god damn it. You know what that needs to happen is more of us as fans and readers have got to start. Um, holding these fucking riffraff, pretend fake-ass journalists and bloggers and vloggers and writers accountable and calling them out. I want to so bad. Dick Willie said that was a long rain. I blacked out half of it. Okay. Sorry. Amos said Dan Levitard and Stephen A. Smith were having the same fight for the last two weeks, and what it came down to was journalism has changed. I understand it's changed. Listen, you're not going to get, um, I'm not sitting here shitting on self-starters. I'm not sitting here. Sh- I mean, this is a sports talk show. I just, I'm just a dude with a fucking internet connection. This is a sports talk show. Anybody else could do this. Anybody else can get an internet connection and plug it in and fire up a camera and give themselves a name and talk about sports and call themselves a sports talk host. But I get that. I get that. I get that. What I'm saying is, though, is that I've actually learned the business from people. I'm not a, I'm not a, a writer per se, but I have learned things from Jerome Solomon and Fred Fowler. I'm not a TV host. I didn't go to school for being a TV host. What I did do was get lucky. I had enough, enough talent to get a sniff, and then I had people teach me the ropes. These guys aren't being taught the ropes because they're not being mentored by anybody. They're not... They're not being shown the ropes by anybody. They go out and they buy a fucking domain name. They get a Twitter handle. They somehow finagle their way into a practice or a game, and now they're media. And they don't know the rules. They're cheering in the fucking press boxes, which is a huge no-no. 
They're saying we. They're wearing jerseys to the fucking game that they're covering. It's pretty gross. It's pretty goddamn gross. You, Dad, what's up, homie? Good to see you, buddy. Long time listener, first time chatter. What's up, man? Uh, <coughs> uh, all right. So sorry. That was uh, that was just my rant. That was on my agenda. Is to talk about that bullshit. Uh, last thing on our sports headlines. Yeah, and sorry by the way, I saw Jeff Bell's here. What's up, Jeff Bell? <laughs> sorry about your Broncos. Uh, rest in peace to Pee Wee Herman. Um, Paul Rick Rubin. Okay, that's not his name. Paul Rubin, um, aka P. Where Herman has passed away at the age of 70. If I'm being honest, not a fan. I am not trying to disparage the good name of Pee Wee Herman. Not by any stretch. Some of you, your childhood. I see your uh, AMA flip, and I will add it to the queue. Thank you, buddy. <clears throat> uh, for those of you that don't know, if you have questions that you want to ask or topics you want to present, you can uh, put hashtag AMAAA in the chat, and I'll find it and answer it. It's just ask me anything about anything, and we can talk about it. So just as Flip did. Some days we'll do an AMAAA, and I'll force you guys to ask me shit. Uh <laughs> Terrence said, a.k.a. Wankmaster. That's the thing. I mean, he got busted jerking off in a bathroom somewhere or something like that. Uh, and who among us hasn't done that at least once? Everybody put your hand down. You're disgusting. Gross. I mean, I could. Where's the weirdest place you've ever masturbated? Hey, uh, Stephen Weatherguy, that should be our first question. That should be our Stephen the Weather Guy. Ha, oh, it was not a bathroom. Was it a movie theater? Oh, it was a movie theater. There you go. Uh, Dick Willie said, I'm too old to like him. Yeah, I would agree with that. I just didn't like Pee Wee's Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, blah, 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 blah. None of that resonated with me. None of it. A movie theater. Your guys are right. Movie theater. Pee Wee was great in the Cheech and Chong movies. Okay. It was a movie theater. My bad. The whole chat's like, movie theater. Who was the bathroom? Was that George Michael? I can't keep up. Eddie Murphy blew a tranny. No, something like that. I don't know. I don't remember all this, okay? I don't know. <coughs> Amos said Pee Wee's Playhouse was my shit as a kid. Yeah, not mine. Not mine. Dick Willie said that Oppenheimer movie has like a 15-minute sex scene. Really? Must have been some bomb-ass pussy. Okay. that. I think Jet made that joke the other day. Kind of. Oh, I feel so bad. Yeah, I'll try to get you some stuff on that this week. So we've got a new segment Stephen the Weather Guy and I are working on. And he had the idea. It's going to be fun. This is what we're going to do. New segment alert. Breaking news. Uh, we're going to have a new segment. It's basically going to be, um, I, I wanted to call it like asked and answered or something like that. But I'm going to ask a question like, for example, where's the weirdest place you've ever jerked off? Or masturbated because ladies don't jerk off. Do they? I don't think it's jerking off. Where's the weirdest place you've ever masturbated? And we're going to have it set up so that you can submit your answers anonymously. So that I won't know who it is. Now, we might be guessing in the chat. We might try to guess which one of you weirdos said the fucking bathroom at Splashtown. But, uh... 
Yeah. That's what we're gonna do. So um write that down, Steven. That's a, I do have questions. I have I have I've started a list. I gotta find it. It's gonna take too long on my phone. My phone I cracked my phone screen, the whole goddamn thing now. It's like my windshield. My phone screen, I had cracked it on the corner here, but it split all over the screen, so I had to put a, a film over it, which I'd never use, but I now have a screen protector on it just to hold the glass in place so it don't fall out. CZ, you're supposed to answer anonymously. CZ said it came out during a blue light special. <laughs> This goddamn sale is so good. Holy shit. I'm buying all. I'm buying them all. Flip said I'm not falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Um, yeah, uh, I cracked it on the corner doing dope. No, I didn't. I was out doing the yard. I was working on my sprinkler system, and it slipped out of my hand. And when I went to grab it, I hit it in the air, and it landed on a piece of wood. And that's what cracked. Not a rock. Not a rock. Not a game. We're talking about practice. We're talking about wood. <clears throat> so I got to get a new one. I have two payments left and the some bitches paid off. I was so pissed. And I have insurance on it and I went to file a claim and they're like, oh, absolutely. We can have you a new phone tomorrow. Your deductible is 150 bucks. Why in the fuck am I paying for insurance if I got to pay $150 for a new phone? I thought that's what the insurance was for. $150. I mean, granted, phones are like $2,000 now or some fucking ridiculous amount. <sighs> okay, what was I talking about? Pee Wee Herman jerking off. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we'll have, we'll be on the lookout for that new segment. And yes, it'll be anonymous. There's, it's basically going to be this I'm going to ask the question, I'll put it on social media for anybody to answer. I'll put it in the Discord and on Patreon. We might even ask it on this show. And we'll put the link in the chat. And it'll just be a link to a form that you fill out, a Google Doc. And all it's going to show you is the question and your answer. No names, no nothing. You just answer the question, you type it in and hit submit. And then it goes into a spreadsheet and I'll read the best ones or the weirdest ones or whatever. Okay. So that's that's the segment. I don't know what we're gonna call it yet. I kind of I'm I'm kind of partial to asked and answered. Um, you know, but it could be like asked and answered anonymously or whatever. So that's what we're gonna do. Uh, that'll be a new segment for the show. I'm excited about it. It's a great idea. And props to Stephen the Weather Guy for uh, contributing to the show. Must sign in to Google Doc to post. Nope, it won't be that. It's going to be anonymous submissions. I don't want to know because I have to see some of you. I have to look you in the face. Like I, like I really want to know that Clarence has jerked off in the restroom at a Panda Express. I don't need to know that because now I'll never be able to look at him or eat fried rice again. No, thanks. Yeah, Stevens wanted to call the segment Deckheads Anonymous, but I want to open it up to the internet. Remember, guys. A lot of the stuff that we do, which I want to have a good show and that's what it's for, but we also need to use it for marketing purposes. You know what I mean? Like we need to, this is a good way to, it's good social media content. It's a good way to get people talking about the show and retweeting and, and coming to see what the answers are maybe. So it's a, it's also a marketing thing. So if we just limit it to deckheads anonymous, they're, they're not deckheads yet. Right. So that's why I just wanted to come up with something else. Um, Everyone can be a deckhead, but they aren't yet. 
This is my point. But okay, it's fine. Be careful what you ask for. It's, it's true. Um, when are you coming? Uh, when you're coming up as a teenager, the mood could strike at any moment. Okay, yeah, but you still don't do deviant shit. Anyways, I remember Pee Wee caught it, uh, caught in one of those porn theaters. Yeah, yeah, true, true. All right, so there is your sports headlines. That is all of them. Yes. How about how fucked up are you? I mean, they're not all going to be sex questions. Okay. Let me. You know what? I'll find the goddamn questions. Hold on. Did I do it under Evernote? I don't remember. I have too many note-taking apps because I use like Evernote, which is a good one, but they just they they hound the shit out of you. If you're not using Evernote, don't sign up for it. There's better free options that don't hound the shit out of you to buy it. It's just the problem is I have like, I have notes all the way back to 2015 in here and I'm not fucking changing right now. Ah, let's see the words. Oh, these are a lot of jokes. I wrote, I have been writing a lot lately, a lot of jokes, which is good. Um, who's fancy Betty on Dick. Nope, not that. Uh, streamathon. Rest in peace to the streamathon. I don't know what I did with it. Okay, fuck. I don't know. Everyone is so excited today for what? Uh, in a spirit Halloween location in March. <laughs> you guys are disgusting. FYI. All right, let's talk about some other things. Um, I'm looking at my list here. Got uh, the thank you to Jen out of the way. I can mark that off. I think. Where's the little strike through at? God damn it. I want to strike through. I just want to strike through. Is that too much to ask? Is it control S? Nope. I thought it was control S. Still nope. Damn it. I don't want to delete it because then I'll fucking need it later. Oh, there we go. Format text. Strike through is alt shift five. Okay, Google Docs. Let's let's calm down with that bullshit. Uh, um, speaking of journalism, huh? Professional transition. All right, it's getting hot in here. Got it. Speaking of journalism, last night, actually, yeah, yesterday, 2.30 yesterday, John McClain, former longtime columnist, writer um, for the uh, Houston Chronicle, um, NFL, covered the NFL here in Houston as well as in Nashville, uh, where he covered the Nashville Titans. Uh, he tweeted out something, and um, my God, the comments just unbelievable so this was the tweet first of all it says the rangers rangers have scherzer coming astros have urquidy coming no offense to jose but he's no mad max advantage rangers okay i mean look a, a, a fairly a fairly innocent tweet, a a poignant observation, Johnny Mac. 
Um, pretty accurate. I mean, let's be honest. If you were a neutral third-party baseball team looking to upgrade your rotation and your two choices are Max Scherzer and Jose Urquidy, which one are you going to get? Max Scherzer. Every time, 100% of the time, and if you say any different, you're either a liar or a homer and a liar. So, he tweets that out. It's a very, oh, I have to read it in my, uh, I have to, you have to read the tweet in McLean's voice. My bad. Rangers have Scherzer coming. Astros have Urquidy coming. No offense to Jose, but he's no Mad Max. Advantage Rangers. I'm hungry. Sorry about the last part. Joel does a better John McClane. True, truly. Yeah, I'm not good at the at the impressions. I do a really good British Australian Borat. It's all one. <clears throat> and then and then here we go. Might want to research this further. John, stick to football. I mean, you're not very good at that either, but still better than your baseball takes. Like Scherzer, John's best days are behind him. Like, what the fuck, man? That just easily, I mean, it just immediately start coming at him. Like, guys, he just made a simple and, you know, albeit home team unfriendly, but wildly accurate observation. Rangers have one of the deepest farm systems in MLB. Astros is about a bub. This is predictable. Okay, and how is Mad Match picks this year, John? Like a uh, Urquidy, right? If you don't understand what the man is saying, he's basically telling you that the Astros need to do more in the open market to get an arm because adding Urquidy while the Rangers are adding Max Scherzer is not the same thing because we've all talked about, oh, you get Urquidy back. That's like making a trade for a starter. Not really. I mean, it is in a way if you want to, you know, that's that's what we in the media like to do. We talked about the fact, hey, you get Jordan and, and Altuve back in July. That's like trading for two all-stars. I mean, not really. What it does is it puts your team back to where it was. Okay? So this is a, a valid observation. But you guys are dicks. And y'all really hate John McClain. I mean, Really, really hate John McClain. Um, I was trying to find the rest. Oh, here we go. Uh, Man, Max has been able to get his last two teams over the jump. Why would you think Texas is different? The Astros didn't have the same need at starter that the Rangers do to begin with. Okay, Nick. I don't know who this is. The Astros didn't have the same need at starter that the Rangers did to begin with. I gotta respond to this one. I didn't see this one when I did it. Uh, when I when I saw this, I gotta re- tell me you don't know shit about baseball or the Astros without telling me you don't. F- fuck it, you don't know shit about baseball or the Astros. What a stupid fucking, the Astros didn't have the same need at starter. What are you talking about? They absolutely have, they have Fromber Valdez who's struggling and who else? JP France? You don't know what he's going to be. 
can't count on him. Are you telling me Brandon Belak is good? Good to go with Fromber, uh, Christian, uh, fucking Urquidy when he comes back. And and Belak and France and what, bro, what are you talking? How many games have you watched this year? <coughs> Jesus wow, Christ. Wow, 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 wow. Parker John! <laughs> John Parker was roasting me online earlier and I clapped back and he was like, I still love you. I'm like, I know, bro. I'm not upset. What's up, Mr. Mr. Parker? How are you, buddy? Thank you for joining us. Man, Max, this isn't what it used to be. This is what I love about Astro's Twitter, okay? And I hate that fucking turn of phrase. It is so annoying. Uh, rant inbound. I need like a little thing like, uh, like, like lawn talk. But for rants. Astro's Twitter is fucking delusional. Let me repeat this. Astro's Twitter is fucking delusional. And if you consider yourself a part of Astro's Twitter, I am talking to you. Whether you're in here and you're a loyal deckhead, whether you're a former fan of mine when I was on the radio, whether you follow me on Twitter, or whether you can't stand me, I don't give a fuck. If you consider yourself, quote unquote, a part of Astro's Twitter, you're a fucking delusional fan because there is no such thing as Astro's Twitter. First of all, it's a bunch of fans that get together and made something that doesn't exist. Second of all, the kind of shit that I just showed you that that guy said is the exact reason why Astro's Twitter is so fucking delusional because you guys don't know shit about baseball and you think that the Astros are just this thing that you just no matter what oh Mad Max isn't what he used to be well he's still better than any other fucking name the Astros have not named Fromber Valdez Peggy why don't you stick to pigskin Peggy pigskin stupid ass what a stupid take who gives a shit if he's not what he used to be the Rangers got better and so far outside of Graveman spare me that the, the Astros haven't gotten better they got some decent, you know, seven, eight, six, seven, eight, a decent six, seven, eight arm. I, I just, I, 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 I'm going to have to get off of fucking Twitter because these fucking morons that tweet about the Astros don't know what they're talking about. And since we're on the subject of all of these goddamn morons and, and there's a whole bunch of them in this thread, I mean, we can, we can keep going. Look at all this. Urquidy's won championships. Oh my God. Are you really? Is Astros Twitter really trying to fucking compare Jose Urquidy to Max Scherzer? If you're in this thread and you are defending Jose Urquidy over Max Scherzer, I need you to delete your account, punch yourself in the face, get on a boat, and sell off the edge of the flat fucking earth because you are a goddamn moron and you don't deserve nor should you be allowed to watch baseball, you fucking idiot. What happened? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened right there, but I just blacked out for a second. Oh, yeah, what happened? What happened to the show? Is the show still going? <clears throat> Are we good? Are we good? I don't know what happened. Um. Hey, what's up, McLovin? Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> there you go, bandwagon fans since 2017. God, they drive me fucking insane. See, that's what I know about 
uh, about this chat is 99% of y'all know, know what you're talking about. You may not have good takes or you may not be, but you at least understand and know sports and you know how shit works. Dick Willie said wasted energy. Dick, it's not wasted energy. It's a sports talk show. I mean, have you, have you not been around for some rants and some angry commentary about Astros Twitter? I mean, it's all, it's all part of the, the, the show theme. Dick Willie, this isn't your typical ad and other noobs. Um, down in AAA, the Space Cowboys won 7-3. to three. You wouldn't want to come back. You wouldn't want to come back. Um, I just got to get this off my chest too. This is, I, I don't go to therapy anymore. This is, you guys are now my therapists. Heck yeah. Oh shit. John. Thank you for the follow and Thank you for the sub big homie. Much appreciated. Uh, Steven weather guy. Thank you for the 20 minutes. I missed that. And he said, how about you look at Chandler Rome's tweet when the Astros put up 17 on the Rays? Uh, Lord, what did I miss? Um, what is this? I understand, but Stroh's Twitter has sucked balls since they got good. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> another thing I need to talk about in regards to the Astros and their fan base and I mean, I guess we're gonna go back to the to the the Twitter thing. Um, the other thing that amazes me about the lack of understanding of baseball when it comes to Astros fans and Twitter fans is that I I am seeing it over and over and over on the Twitters or X or whatever we're calling it now. How everyone is shitting on Dusty Baker. I can't believe Dusty's doing this. I can't believe Dusty's doing that. Dusty sucks. Fire Dusty. He don't know what he's doing. He's this. He's that. Let me tell you something, man. Dusty Baker didn't just fucking forget how to win a World Series and manage a team in one season. The man is literally the reigning World Series champion manager in all the world. Of the world, Craig. It is not Dusty's fault that he has that Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez played 13 games together before they both came back a couple of days ago. It is not his fault that he lost Luis Garcia and Jose Arquiti. It is not his fault that Justin Verlander left for the Mets. It is not his fault that his bullpen isn't doing well. It is not his fault that some of these cats ain't hitting like Jeremy Pena. Well, but his lineups and 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 Diaz and this and that. Listen, man. You got to work. And then somebody got mad because they said Dusty was defending and basically comparing Yonner Diaz to uh, Martin Maldonado saying that if you don't look at average, they have about the same RBIs and same home run power. So other than average, it's about the same. What would you like Dusty to do? Dusty's basically got to be a politician for his guys. He can't come out and be like, yeah, guys. Uh, thank you for coming to my press conference. Uh, I just, I got you all here so I could tell you how much I fucking cannot stand Martin Maldonado. My God, that guy sucks. I mean, Dana Brown won't get rid of him, so I got to play him, I guess, and the pitchers love him. But fuck, I hate that guy. He's getting on my nerves. I hate him. He's not going to come out and say that. He's going to tiptoe the line for a veteran that helped him win a World Series last year 
who is teetering on the brink of, of, of complete collapse in his career. Let's be real. Maldonado is terrible. I mean, I showed you last week or the week before. Defensively, he's not better than Yanner Diaz. At the plate, he's not better. But there is a comfort level that pitchers have with a catcher. And if you shit on Maldonado, if you're Dusty Baker, you run the risk of completely losing your locker room or at the very least your pitching staff. You've got to understand Dusty's biggest job isn't a lineup or... It, 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 is, it is managing the locker room and the chemistry and the motivation of this team. That's Dusty's job in a nuts. Do you know how many, do you know how many games? Google this chat. Google this random people watching me later on the internet or whatever. Do you know how many how many wins a manager is responsible for over the course of a 162-game season? At one point I saw something like less than five where a manager will have a specific, very specific and direct impact on a win or a loss in a game. It's like, it might be more now, I don't know, but you're talking about 162 games. And if you're mad because he's fucking running out Corey Jolks instead of uh, 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 some, I mean, ask yourself, why is jokes even an option? Why is, why is Belak an option? Why is France an option? This is bro. You, you have to manage with the people that you have. This team is not as deep or as talented as last year's period. Well, but, but what about Chaz and then be, be, be. Chaz had a hot streak, but you can't just shit on everybody on the squad because Chad is hot. He's managing the team. uh, And what that means is he's managing the clubhouse. He's managing the egos. He's managing the motivation. He's managing the player's responsiveness. It's not about steals, bunts, in in game or uh, double play depth versus a shift or none of that bullshit. Yeah, some of that does matter, but he's got bench coaches that do a lot of that, and he can override them. But that in game stuff, and 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 I get it. Dusty's an old school dude, and sometimes he's he rides with his vets too long, and he probably is riding with Maldonado too long. And I saw an article that said he 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 wasn't a fan of Chaz. I think that was Chandler Rome that wrote that. I, I, you look, the bottom line is Dusty Baker is one of, if not the most respected baseball people in the world right now. And has been for years. Now, you can bitch that he leaves in his starters too long, and that was an old school thing. No one seemed to bring that up last year when they won a World Series. And this year, if you want to bitch about his bullpen stuff, his bullpen is taxed because his starters have absolutely sucked ass this year. They're not going deep in games. and the, Yeah, I get it. The bullpen's not looking good. But the point is, and my whole point is, hey, Astros Twitter, Dusty Baker didn't forget how to manage since October. Maybe shut the fuck up. Jesus. Price Picks Guru, what's up, man? Dusty Baker is not controlling these guys that much in the clubhouse. They are all adults. It's way more about in-game calls. Players lead the clubhouse. 
I mean, okay. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Because the first thing that you hear when a manager gets fired is what? He lost the clubhouse. He lost the confidence of the players. Because once you do that, they quit on you. Period. That's it. That's the number one thing that you can't lose as a manager is the clubhouse. That's what you're managing. You're managing egos. You're managing young kids and their eagerness. You're managing all that. So, in-game, come on, fam. What Name me the last time Dusty Baker, in-game, did something so bad that the Astros lost. In-game. Not a lineup, because you know what, motherfucker? If you're getting paid to hit, go hit. I don't give a shit where I put you. If you're on this team, you're expected to go out and produce. This has never been a problem in the history of the Astros until this year when their lineup has been super thin because of injury. And now we're bitching at the difference between... Hear me out. We're bitching at the difference between Corey Jokes, Yiner Diaz, Martin Maldonado, and Chaz McCormick. When in the past it was... Lineup was never a problem. One through seven or eight was just unbelievable. You don't have that luxury. But Astros fans are so spoiled and so entitled that they're like, wow, this is not okay. Well, guess what? Maybe, maybe when, if everybody was back and healthy, because I'm going to tell you right now, that lineup, the, the lineup that he put out against the Rays was like the lineup I'd like to see. But you know what? Maybe that's not the case. I mean, I've told y'all. I think Kyle Tucker is the leadoff hitter for the Houston Astros. That'd be what I would do if I was the manager, but I'm not. And and Dusty knows more baseball than I'll, you know, has forgotten more baseball than I'll ever know. So whatever, it's talking points. But goddamn, this whole Dusty has to be fired is and 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 Total Dallas brings up my last point I wanted to make about this, and we'll move on. Astros Twitter, the sky is falling. They're fucking one game back, one game back of one of the best teams in baseball and has been all year in the Texas Rangers. They're literally a game back with all the injuries, all the things I just listed and the reasons why that Dusty Baker hasn't forgotten how to manage out of all of that one game back. But no one wants to give credit to Dusty for keeping them in it while they faded these injuries and the lack of depth and quality starts with the rotation and the bullpen struggling a little bit and guys unable to hit and Martin Maldonado shitting the bed and Pena sucking absolute ass in a sophomore slump and and Altuve having two very long injury uh, uh, um, absences and Jordan and losing one of the best hitters in baseball for a big chunk of the season. Like, what the fuck? One game. But we're going to sit here and blame Dusty. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, and there's still only one game. Yep, exactly. As a high school coach, I can, as a high school coach, Parker John said, as a high school coach, to tell you that I don't win or lose games, the players do. I can't play for them. Facts. Facts. You can't go out and pitch. You can't go out and, now, and the one thing I didn't mention also, by the way, is it's not Dusty's fault that GM Jeff Bagwell and GM Jim Crane went out and extended Montero and signed Jose Abreu. Bro, you lost Yuli and replaced him with Abreu. The defense alone has been atrocious. So. Don is that Houston sports media has had a lot to do with Dusty bashing. Really? I, I'm Who? I'd love to hear it. 
I imagine it's a lot of radio guys. It could be John and Lance or Jeremy and 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 uh, uh, Joel or, and I'd love to sit down and yell at all of them and tell them how wildly inaccurate their takes are. The man didn't just fucking forget overnight. Now, I mean, he is old, so it, it maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did. I don't know. <clears throat> Most of the ESPN guys, and, and it's unfounded. It's unfounded, unwarranted, and quite frankly, it's wrong. It's just absolutely wrong. Dusty's not the problem. And, and by the way, there, what, what problem is there? They're one game back. Do you know who has the third best road record in baseball? Take a guess, Chad. I'll, I'll, I'll wait a minute. Just take a gander. Who has the third best, I should say, the third most wins on the road in baseball? The Astros. Who's one game back of of one of the two or three best teams in baseball? The Astros. There's nothing wrong with the Astros, and that's my point. There's nothing wrong with Dusty Baker. There's nothing wrong with the Astros. But because they're not up by 15, 17, 20 games in August, everyone's sky is falling. The sky's not falling. They're fine. Here's what's going to happen. The Astros aren't going to make a World Series this year. Mark my words. They're not going to the World Series. They don't have the pitching depth to do it. And unless Dana Brown pulls off some miracle at the trade deadline, they just don't have the arms to compete with some of the better teams in baseball in the postseason. They just don't. I talked about it last week with Apollo Dez. You've got to have two aces now if you're going to make a deep run in the playoffs and get to another World Series. Just period. End of story. And if you don't have that, it ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And they don't have that. This team, the lineup is still potent when everybody's hitting and healthy. But this team doesn't have the rotational depth to make a deep run in the playoffs. And when that happens, oh my God, I hope all of the ER uh, facilities in this, in this city, I hope all of the hospitals and urgent cares and ready cares are on alert because the amount of injuries that they're going to see in October when all of these so-called Astros Twitter fans are jumping off the bandwagon and suffering catastrophic ankle breaks and road rash burns and all of the injuries that are going to occur when they fly off the bandwagon because the Astros didn't get to another ALCS, it's going to be unprecedented. And quite frankly, I can't wait. I hope the Astros miss the playoffs. I said it. I said it. I hope the Astros miss the playoffs so that all these goddamn bandwagon fans can get off my timeline and my feed and stop talking about shit they know nothing about when it comes to this team. These fly-by-night, I've been a lifelong fan since 2017. I bet, buddy. I bet. Goodbye. It's, it's just, it's maddening to me. Maddening. Astros fans are just un... I, 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 I swear to you, at this point, I'm ready to place the Astros fan base as one of, if not the worst in baseball. I said it. I live here. I support this team. But I'm telling you right now, they're worse than Yankee fan. They're worse than Red Sox fan. They're worse than anybody. The Astros fans are the worst fan base in baseball right now. It's disgusting. I'm part of it, too. So I'm 
I'm kind of part of the problem, but I just, God damn. Flimsy Cherry said, let Dana cook. Eh. <laughs> Look at Total Dallas. Total Dallas can't get timed out again, so he's talking mad shit in the chat. Hey, Astros Twitter, you want to buy a parachute? <laughs> Hilarious. Astros claim Jake Cousins from the Brewers. <laughs> Flimsy Cherry's like, let him cook. Jesus Christ, is that their big move? Kendall Graveman and Jake Cousins. Let's let's pull up Jake Cousins. I don't even know. Is this a let's see MLB trade rumors? Um, here we go. Let's put this on screen. Um, oh shit, I missed it. Sorry, I blacked out with all the ranting that was going on, and I missed Jared Taylor. Jared Taylor said, oh my god, it's so fucking hot. 109 degrees on my truck. God damn, Jared. Bro, I hope you're like drinking plenty of fluids. That's way too hot, bro. I'd call in sick. God damn. Well, thank you for the 109 bits, buddy. Jet! (laughs) Jet just resubscribed for five months. Thank you, Jet. I don't know how y'all do it, man. Jared Taylor, I don't know how you guys do that. Working out in this heat all damn day. Y'all are nuts, man. I remember what the reason I got into IT. Before I was in IT, my last job before IT was uh, I was doing, um, I was working, not construction. I mean, I guess it was construction, but it was, um, I was doing work um, for, maybe handy, not even handyman work. I was working for a dude who owned a bunch of apartment complexes. It was with my father-in-law. And we would just go around fixing shit at all these different apartment complexes that this guy owned. Because his wife, my mother-in-law, managed them all. And so that was my job. We'd go in and, you know, an apartment would catch fire. We'd go in and gut it and rebuild it. Put sheetrock and cabinets and all that shit. Redo the plumbing, electrical and all that. Or we'd have to fix, you know, uh, a lot of the problems at departments was uh, stairs and eaves and overhangs. I mean, you got to f- replace the fascia and all that bullshit and some rafters and whatnot. Um, but I remember the worst moment was it was middle of August and literally it might've been August 15th and we were repairing a tar roof and it felt like I felt like I was working inside of the devil's butthole. It was so hot. I farted and my jeans caught on fire. That's how hot it was. And it was, it was, we were working with tar and it was just, and I'm, I remember thinking, I, I'm, I'm quitting. I cannot do this anymore. It is way, way too goddamn hot. So anybody that works outside, I feel you. I understand. I sympathize. Um, <laughs> Jerry said Joe Kelly might as well be Montero. God, that's a, such a, what a bad contract that is, right? Lord have mercy. I was going to say Dusty's not to blame for that, but I saw somewhere where Dusty was pushing to sign Montero. And and really, after the the year that he had, you, you kind of understood it. I remember when they first did it, everybody was excited. But that's sports, right? I mean, you, every once in a while, you end up with a Carlos Lee or a Jose Abreu or a Montero contract. So be it. What's up, John Dory? Good to see you, buddy. 
Dave said, uh, PB Dub said a porter. I don't even know what that is. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, it was just like, I don't know, whatever we whatever we did. I'm just waiting to see who makes a move for Otani at the end of the year. Yeah, that's going to be fun in the offseason. So here's your Jake Cousins update, Astros fan. Um, team, it still says Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, let's go to Astros claim Jake Cousins from the Brewers and designate Blake Taylor. No, not Blake Taylor. Ah here's your Jake Cousins update. <coughs> uh, this year, he's got a 482 ERA. Nice. Nine innings pitch, seven strikeouts, a 2.143 whip. So you're telling me there's a chance. I mean, this is nothing. This is this is replacing shit with poop. That's what this is. That's what this is. Is he related to Demarcus? Um, based on visual observation, I'm gonna go no. So there's there's your big Astros latest Astros rumor. Guardians trade Aaron Savala to the Rays. Rangers acquire Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton. Damn, they're still making moves, man. Making moves, making moves. Uh Angels got uh Grichuk and CJ Cron. Uh ooh, latest on Justin Verlander. Braves have also checked on Verlander, but aren't currently in talks. Uh that'd be interesting if the Mets traded Justin Verlander to uh to the uh to the Braves. I don't I don't see them sending him in division. I could be wrong. Uh but here at 550 following the trade, uh Rangers led further increased speculation about a trade of fellow high-priced Cy Young winner Verlander. Several teams have been tied to the nine-time All-Star including the Rangers, Astros and Dodgers. I told you that earlier. Now the Rangers are probably out. However, uh, Andy Martino of the SNY reports that the Mets value Verlander much differently than Scherzer. They've placed a higher asking price in terms of prospects. Well, willing to pay down salary to the same extent that they were in order to move shares. Well, that helps. Astros fans have been hoping for a reunion. But the problem that the Astros have about going out and getting Justin Verlander, they don't have the collateral. You just don't have the farm system. You're going to have to trade some guys that you maybe don't want to give up. And that might start with Jeremy Pena and Hunter Brown. You might have to trade those guys to get a Verlander. Would you be willing to do that? I wouldn't. Dylan Cease is a different story because he's a little bit younger and 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 his ceiling is the roof and he's got some more. To, but that Verlander money and age is a concern. Flimsy Cherry said Pena can beat it. Say I think I think Pena is going to be fine after he gets through his sophomore slump. I really do believe that. I think I think Jeremy Pena his defense is phenomenal. You don't just all of a sudden forget to play defense unless you're Rick Ankiel and um, Chuck Nabla. But I think Pena will be fine. I think his back can be fixed. Um, will he ever reach the 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 heights that he did as a rookie? Maybe not. Maybe not. But I mean, guys slump. Guys have bad seasons and down years. And sometimes when you when you achieve what Pena achieved in your first season, it's really hard to replicate that. So, yeah, and that's the thing, Flimsy Cherry. You know, you have some options at shortstop. Um, I mean, you could always replace him with a free agent later if you freed up some money or you felt. So, I mean. It's not insurmountable if you traded Jeremy Pena, but you got him good and cheap. 
team-friendly contract. So I don't know. There's something to be said for those, right? You can't just pay everybody and and have you know nine stars in the lineup, nine all stars, and nine all stars in the rotation, and or I should say five all stars in the rotation and seven all stars in the bullpen. It just doesn't work like that. You got to have some young guys with team friendly deals that have either uh, good talent or great upside that are cheaper. So Dubon can't make that throw to his right. Never going to happen, but uh, not big on Pena personally. Yeah, Dubon, I mean, if you're asking me, do I think Mauricio Dubon is better than Jeremy Pena for the Astros now and going forward? No. I don't. Is he having a good year? Yeah. You know, so is Chaz. Is is Chaz the center fielder of the future? I don't know. I certainly don't think he's untradeable. Like a lot of people jumped on me when I said I'd trade him in a heartbeat for uh, an ace especially one with team control. Ah, that's stupid. Is it? Is it? Is it? Especially when that trade we were talking about was Dylan Cease and Luis Robert. Not stupid at all. Bye, Chaz. Bye. Let me help you pack, bro. So, yeah, and Flimsy Cherry said Pena still chases the slider almost every game. I get it. I get it. I get it. His plate discipline is bad. It was bad last year, though, and look what he did. His plate discipline was terrible last year. But he was still productive. And you can work on plate discipline, right? You can work on pitch recognition. Um, but he's just got the dude has some intangibles that you just can't teach. Uh, bro, that was that's what is so wild is a lot of really good MLB players out of the blue can go months without really getting any hits. Do you understand how difficult it is to be a hitter? Like it it, it is literally the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball. If you, if you're, it's the old saying, if you're successful 30% of the time, you're considered great. Think about that. Think about a guy making 30% of his baskets from the field in basketball. Awful. Think about a guy making, you know, 30% of his throws as a quarterback. Awful. But if you hit the ball and put it in play 30% of the time, you're considered great. It's not that easy. So, you know, guys are going to slump. Guys are going to have bad months, bad first halves, bad second halves, slow starts, slow finishes, bad years. And they bounce back if they're if they're if they're good, if they're really good, they bounce back. Sometimes they don't. Could Jeremy Pena be a bust after this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He could. But literally, the dude just won what? An ALCS MVP and a World Series MVP and was in running for Rookie of the Year until he got hurt last year? You don't just give up on that for Mauricio Dubon just because. If you can make this team a lot better, I'm all for it. But that's what I'm saying. I I, I don't mind trading him. Jeremy Pena is not untouchable. But at the same time, it's not like just because he's he's bad right now, he's going to be bad forever. You know, it's just like, just because things are going bad doesn't mean Dusty doesn't know how to manage. I don't think they'll trade Pena for a pitcher going into the playoffs with a legit shortstop wouldn't be ideal. <clears throat> oh, I would agree. Um, I, I, I do agree with that. I don't think they'll trade Pena for a pitcher. I, I think that you trade Pena for the right pitcher. But I don't think they just go out and trade him for anybody. 
Price Picks Guru said great players don't have bad full seasons. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> I, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Um, let's see. Bad seasons by great players in baseball. What was the worst? Oh, here's a Quora question. What was the worst season by a player uh, in the Hall of Fame? Um, and somebody said, interesting question. Ted Simmons posted a minus 2.6 B war in 84 slash 221, 269, 300. Worst batting average by a Hall of Famers in a season where he qualified for the batting title was Brooks Robinson hit 201 in 1975. First full season ERA by a Hall of Fame pitcher who qualified for an ERA, ERA title was 582 by early win in 48. Okay. We'll need some more modern examples than that. Some other nominees. Mike Schmidt batted 196 as a 23-year-old rookie. Rookie of the year. Uh, Roy Campanella was National League MVP in 53 and 55, but endured a miserable injury-filled season in 54, batting 207. Dennis Eckersley had an awful 1983 where he went 9-13 and with a 561 ERA. Of course, he was still a starter back then, but he's in the Hall of Fame for what he achieved as a reliever. I mean, those are really good examples, and that, that proves, I mean, yes, there are great players have bad seasons. It doesn't happen often, but it can happen. Uh, let's see. Trevor Hoffman should make a, what is this? What player do you believe is, oh, Dest in the Hall of Fame. That's not the same question. Um... If the Mets paid down 50% Verlander's contract, I'd trade Pena. But that's fantasy. Uh, Hugh Dapp said having Dubon makes it easier for us to not want Pena. Yeah, last year you were thankful you had Pena. It's like you didn't. I remember the Carlos Who stuff? I said it. I said it. Carlos Who? And this year you're like, shit, I wish Carlos Correa was back. So, and by the way, uh, another point, Price Picks Guru. Uh, great players don't have bad full seasons. Um, Alex Bregman, perennial MVP candidate, um, started his career awful by any standard. So uh, it, it absolutely can happen. And my point is, Pena is so young into his career. We're not talking about, um, I don't know. We're not. We're not talking about, you know, I don't know. Can't even think of a, a superstar. Um, we're not talking about Manny Machado hitting 130, right? We're talking about a, 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 a second-year player who had a phenomenal season on a team that had a phenomenal season struggling at the plate. And that's why they call it a sophomore slump. It happens. Uh, let me update the trade deadline. Uh, Rangers acquired Jordan Montgomery. We got that latest on Verlander. Uh, is this the, oh, no, I just want the whole home. Braves looking for high leverage relief. Guardians trade Savalier. Let's go to uh, one more time. Let's check Astros rumors. Claim Jake Cousins. Oh, boy. Latest on Verlander. Latest on Verlander. Acquired Kendall Graven, who came in and uh, already got some got some work in, so that's good. Donna told y'all last year about Pena, and Donna, we trust. Amen. <laughs> facts on facts on facts. Facts on facts on facts. 
Flimsy Cherry said, are you, Donna said Pena will be just fine. Flimsy Cherry said, are you saying that because he's handsome? He is dreamy. Let's just all, let's just all take a step back. I know that's a step forward, but I don't have a zoom out any further. Pena's dreamy. Okay. <coughs> I remember. Even humans call their kids stages the terrible twos. Boom. All right, we got some other shit to talk about, folks. We've been very sports heavy, and I am okay with that. Very rant heavy, and I am okay with that. I hope you are. We're done talking about you guys shitting on John McClain. Uh, What is this? <coughs> uh, <laughs> okay, PC in Houston on Twitter is acting a fool. What? <laughs> People are still messaging me on Twitter about it. Okay, we'll close that. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, we got to show this. I'm going to show you guys the worst boyfriend slash husband slash partner slash man in the history of the world. I am. There's no worse man on the planet than this man that I'm about to show you. This man, if we can call him that. Hold on. Fuck. That's not what I wanted. Stop it. There's nobody worse. Let me just share like, I need some more spibbity pap videos. <laughs> Those were great. I miss having the time to make all those videos like the break videos and the I need to get back to that. I need a goddamn producer. I need I need to find a Okay, here's the steps we need to take. One, we've got to get viewership up to a respectable level. We need to we need to be averaging about 100. <laughs> Nasty Nate said Epstein's already died. Well, currently Jerry's John McClain sounds like Joel's Clarence. It's true. <coughs> Amos, how far behind are you, bro? <laughs> um, what the fuck was? Oh, we need to get the numbers up. We got to get a hundred average hundred viewers so that we can get some really dope and expensive advertisers to come in and spend a lot of money so that I can hire a producer so that we can have funny videos during breaks. All for that. Uh, but I'm about to show you, though, is the worst person, man, the worst man on the planet. Now, John Clay Wolf tweeted something out. It was a dude who, like, shot two guys that were trying to motorcycle jack him. And he asked the question, like, hey, what is um, this? Is it like you allowed to kill people if they steal your motorcycle? And I was like, I don't give a fuck about that. I just can't believe there's a Twitter account. What's up, Sensei Bullrock? Yo! Good to see you, Home Slice. just the time to see the worst person on the planet. Nonetheless, the John Clay Wolf tweet was a retweet of a video from a Twitter handle called Thieves Getting Fucked. And I was intrigued. And I was like, I'll watch more. And yes, I went down a rabbit hole 
for maybe 30 minutes this morning watching different videos of thieves getting shot, stabbed, run over by cars. And I enjoy, I usually don't like watching videos where I see people getting shot and killed. It bothers me. I don't like seeing it. It gives me a chill every time I see it, somebody gets shot and you see the body go limp and it just, it's not my nature. I'm not violent like that. I don't, I don't enjoy watching that unless they're a thieving piece of shit. I don't enjoy watching anybody die. A lot of these cats would get shot and hurt, but not killed. And I'm like, okay, kind of get what you deserve. I mean, if you try to steal shit, if you threaten people with guns and you get shot, that's on you, bro. That's your bad. I'm looking not, not that the death thing is a little too much, but I did just watch them for 30 straight minutes with no, <laughs> with no remorse. Uh, those are scary sights. Donna said, I've been down the Donnie Baker video rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Donnie Baker, the bastard maker. I swear to God, state law. Rest in peace, Donnie Baker. <coughs> sad days, sad days. Nice guy. Got to work with him. I'm not bragging. Let me get that. I just dropped a name. Oops, my bad. Drop this name. All right, here you go. Ladies and gentlemen, I present. Damn, I don't have my drum roll anymore. Is this the drum roll? Emotional damage. That was not a drum roll. <coughs> it's probably the CCTV motorcycle one, but I won't ruin it. God damn it, Hugh Dab! I'm just kidding. I just needed an excuse to go get another Diet Coke. So I just did a bit, acted like I was angry, and went and got a Diet Coke. That was all. That was it. You're good. <laughs> you have some someone please time me out. <laughs> all right, here you go. This is the worst man, boyfriend, husband on the planet. Ready? I present to you this fucking asshole right here. And all of its glory, right? Hey, give me a purse, bitch. He's like, no, 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 please don't rob us. Oh, fuck you, bitch. I'm out. What the? What if? Well, God damn. You know, I'm sorry about you, man. Here's your purse back. That's my bad. <sighs> Can you believe that shit? Bro. See, like right here when I fucked <laughs> <laughs> Tony the handsome said total Dallas just hauled ass <laughs> I mean when you first watch this video right like right here right there right there bro did the arm he did the mom in traffic arm you know which arm I'm talking about when when mom slams on her brakes and she shoots this arm out to protect you from hitting the dash she's like hey watch out don't hit it baby my mom used to do that she did the arm my man did the arm because he thought that the motorcycle was going to get close and hit her. So he was protecting her and then that way. But then he realized, oh no, this is a robbery. He put the hands up. She gets behind him. And he's like, uh, 
fuck it. And he's gone. And he just leaves this bitch high and dry. He's like, I'm out. Bro even ducked. Look at bro duck right here. He's like, no, 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 please don't leave. Fuck you, bitch. I'm out. Kiss my ass. My favorite part is just the fact that, not, not that he ran, but the comments, so one of the comments was like, bro made a decision and stuck with it. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but bro made a decision made me laugh. Another one said he saw an opening and took it. <laughs> and look, maybe she's a terrible girlfriend. Maybe she's a total bitch. Maybe she gets on his goddamn nerve. Maybe she nags him all the time. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe I'm looking at this through the wrong lens. Maybe I'm looking at this all wrong. Maybe he's not a terrible cowardly man. Maybe he's not a chicken shit piece of crap boyfriend. Maybe she just fucking nags him too much. Yeah, can you ever go on a date with me? How come you won't talk to me? I want a hug. I want a date night. You don't do the dishes. You never take the trash out. He's just like, fuck, man. And when I get an opportunity, I am leaving this bitch. I really am. I am leaving this bitch the first chance I get. And there they are, walking down the street, minding their business. And he's, he's holding. Now, first of all, you can tell he's not a gentleman. Fellas, come here. Uh, bring it close. Your old pal Barry's about to school you on some chivalry, okay? You, you can tell that my man's is not a gentleman because he's letting his woman walk closest to the street. Never in my wildest dreams would I allow Nora to be on the outside of me closest to the street. It goes all the way back to the times when cars had wooden wheels, and they would drive by and splash mud on the woman. That's why the man walked on the inside. Also, if they swerved just a little bit and clipped you while you were walking next to the street, the man would take the brunt of the blow and the woman would be more likely to survive. <clears throat> so, fellas, if you love your woman, you never let her walk closest to the street or closest to traffic. And then in my life, I don't even do it in parking lots. If Nora and I are walking into a store, ask her every time. I'm like, get on the inside, babe. Get on the inside, babe. I'll have to stop. Move her, walk, because she don't get fucked. She's going in the shop. Uh, nope, got to get on the inside, babe. On the inside, babe. Same thing on a sidewalk or on the street. So, first of all, red flag number one, he's letting her walk closest to the traffic, which is bullshit. Now, credit where credit is due. He does give her the, whoa, whoa, whoa. But either, so this lets me know either one, he's just not a very chivalrous man and he's a, he's a terrible human being. Or two, he doesn't like her and he don't give a fuck. So I don't know. It's 50-50. We need more context. And it could be again. She's just a nagging bitch. And he's like, I don't care if she gets hit by a car. But he does show a little bit of love and concern. Watch out. Don't get hit by that, that uh, motorcycle. And right here, you know, they say when something like this happens, that your life flashes before your eyes. That you suddenly appreciate what you have and don't have. And I think that this man's life flashed before his eyes and he saw all the nagging, all the bullshit that he's put up with. Her mom, her cooking. How come you're playing video games? Stop playing video games. That's for kids. You're a goddamn man. Why don't you act like one? And in that moment, that's not please don't rob us. That is, I am so sick of her shit. I am out of here, hands. 
fuck this hands. And like my boy said, he made a decision and he was gone. And and though I don't like robbers and 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 thieves because they're humongous pieces of shit. <sighs> credit where credit is due. He's like, you need a new man. Uh, that guy's a piece of shit and a coward. She's like, I know, it's an arranged marriage. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But is that not fucking awful? Yo, what's up, one D? <laughs> Uh, the real man in all of this is the guy that gave her back her purse. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Good for him. Who cares? Cousins is just a Matt Schaub 2.0. What? Uh, oh, wow. Flimsy Cherry said Jake Cousins is legit Kirk Cousins cousin. That's a lot of cousining going on. My Mexican grandma told about the walking rule. Good for you, Flip. Do you follow it? Do you follow it or do you just, eh, whatever. I don't like this bitch that much. Flip says, was this staged? I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) His life flashed in front of her eyes. That's funny, Alex. That's very funny. Uh, He wasn't trying to save her from getting hit by the motorcycle. He was going to use her as a cushion if the motorcycle hit him. That dude looks like Jose Siri got a double uh, off a soft-ass angle. What? The tie game in the ninth. <laughs> That's funny. He was looking for a reason to leave and paid those dudes. Yep, probably. <laughs> Amos, you're a dog, man. Amos, you're an asshole. Amos said, nah, that's on her. If me, If the man runs, bitch, run. Everyone knows that. If I run, you run. No, fam, you can't do that. You can't put that on her. (laughs) Donna said, I bet he's an ex-boyfriend now. Oh, 100%. In what world could they get back together after that? let, Let me ask you a question. Ladies in the chat, would you rather your man fuck every one of your sisters and your mom and maybe two cousins or... Do this when you're getting robbed. I feel like every lady in this chat could get over. If your two choices are, you gotta, you gotta, you you gotta, you gotta. There's there's two men in your life. You got two boyfriends. One of them sleeps with your sister or sisters, a cousin, and maybe your mom, and the other one does this to you in a robbery. Which one are you getting back with? You can only get back with one. Which one are you getting back with? I could get over the sex with my, my family. I could never get over this. Ain't no damn way. No damn way. Cisco <laughs> said, what's your dancer, Total Dallas? You guys are assholes. And when Total Dallas, when the Rangers win the World Series, I'm timing all y'all out. And it's just going to be Barry on deck with uh, Total Dallas in the chat. And that's it. Uh, yes, I follow the walking rule. Uh, and in any robbing video, do they give the purse back? No. Um, this is most likely a South American country. Good chance they're still together. Okay. That puts a damper on the joke. Thanks a lot, Mark. Appreciate that. Thank you for, you know. Jesus, you guys sometimes, I don't understand. 
Uh, Flip's man lets him walk to the street. <laughs> She's real dead. <laughs> oh, shit. You guys are so funny. Um, Jen said, I'm whooping both of their asses. Nope, that's not the question, Jen. Two men. You're dating both. First of all, you trollop. Why are you out here dating two men? In this made-up scenario, Jen, you trollop. Donna, no, that's not the answer. You can only answer one of two ways. Man A that you're dating has slept with your sister, your cousin, and your mom. Man B took off running while you're getting robbed and purse snatched. In this scenario, you're going to stay with one man and, and not get back together with the other one. Which man has to go? Which man gets to stay? Uh, there's only two answers. Man A, the, uh, the, 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 the cheater, or man B, the coward. Which one are you sticking with? The cheater or the coward? That's it. That's the only options, Jen. I don't want to do this bullshit. <laughs> I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm done. The show is over. Good night. That is it. And he's making a YouTube video. Ah, good fucking bye. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the funniest goddamn answer. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad my mama is getting some. Oh my God, Cece, I love you so much. That may be the single greatest chat message in the history of this fucking show. That may be the single fucking funniest chat message ever posted on this show, bar none. That may be the funniest thing ever said, including anything I've ever said. God damn, that is funny, Cece. Unfucking believable. <laughs> Frame that shit and put it on a shirt. That is fucking, oh my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, CC. This is amazing. I love you so much. Oh, God. Uh, Nightbot did that dick really. What? Uh oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dick Willie. Yep, you got to be careful what you say. I see the message. <laughs> she <laughs> does it the fact that she put aww in front of it. <clears throat> That's hilarious. <clears throat> All right, so I need your answer. So Cece said she's going to, she's sticking with the cheater, not the robber, because she's just happy her mama's getting some. <laughs> um,. Let's see. CZ is an entire mess. Okay, I can't get past fucking my sister. Jensen, I can't get past fucking my sister. I'll take the robber then, dump him later, and get my revenge. I mean, that's... I guess you could dump him later, but okay. <clears throat> the fact that she put... Uh, I can't deal with a soft-ass man. Jensen, I cannot deal with a soft-ass man. So there's that. 
Then if you fuck my sister, you'll be dead soon anyways. She's a whore. <laughs> the ladies. You guys are fucking killing it. Oh my God. Jen and Cece and Donna are fucking killing it in this chat. Jesus Christ, that is hilarious. All this is getting clipped. Every goddamn one of it. Oh my God, that's so funny. I gotta write these down. What, what is Jesus Christ? This is hilarious. I hope I have time to make these. I probably won't. It'll never see the light of day. Uh, <clears throat> shit, that is so funny. So funny. Oh my God. All right. <clears throat> so there was your uh, cowardly video. Uh, what time is it, by the way? 420? I haven't even had a break yet. See, she said, I'm just saying, my dad's been dead since 2007, and she's grumpy. <laughs> so funny. Uh, <laughs> Wallace said, Jen, sister, if you're in the chat, hey. <laughs> Wallace, you don't want that. She done told you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so funny. The ladies in here are better than any therapist. Yeah. So funny, Heartthrob. What's up, homie? Good to see you. Heartthrob, Rob. <clears throat> oh, my God. So funny. All right. Uh, John McClain story is done. What else we got? This dude is a coward. That's done. Stop the dusty hate is done. Um, trade rumors done, skis. Oh, <clears throat> Um, we're going to do, I got a couple things, non-sports related. One more sports item. Excuse me. Oh, uh, Hugh Dapp said that wasn't the same video. I was thinking motorcycle robbers got shot. Oh yeah. I watched a bunch of those motorcycle robbers getting shot. So, um, this was a, you, we were talking about the MLB trade deadline. We were talking about making moves. And uh, last week we talked a little bit about the angels and them suddenly changing course and not pulling Shohei Otani off the market, making a couple of moves and going for it. <clears throat> and it seemed odd. I, I We looked at the wild card standings and we talked about the fact that they're going to have to leapfrog four, five or six teams to get into the wild card. And one of those teams being the Houston Astros. And I guess, you know, head to head, maybe they got a few games left. It might be possible. They're only four and a half back or four games back, but it still seemed like a long shot, right? It just seemed like, and seems like a long shot. <coughs> Today I was reading an article written by Ken Rosenthal in the athletic. And he had this to say about the angels and why, they might be going for it, even though it appears to be a long shot. Listen to this chat. This is crazy. And you, you know, again, not to not to not to beat a, a dead uh, horse that's pulling a bandwagon, but you got Astros fans out here bitching about Dusty Baker and the fact that you know, I don't know, Chaz McCorn, Yonder, Yonder Diaz isn't getting more starts and at catcher, whatever. This is what they're complaining about. <laughs> And then I read this from Ken Rosenthal, quote, through Sunday, it's yesterday, through Sunday, the Angels, <coughs> excuse me, 
four-game deficit in the wild card race, not the division. Their four-game deficit in the wild card race marked the closest they have been to a postseason berth on that date since 2017, according to Stats Perform. Think about that for just one second, would you please? Over the last six seasons, as of yesterday, the Angels are closer to the playoffs, being four back of a wild card, not the division, not the best record in the in the uh, AL, not the best record in baseball, four back of a wild card berth. <clears throat> this is the closest they've been since 2017 and since that time the Astros have made the ALCS every year won two World Series and appeared in three and then we bitch and act like we have it bad and the Astros don't have the two best players on the planet on their team <coughs> excuse me god damn I'll be so glad when this is over with not the show this drainage and this cough god it's hard to do a job where you talk if you can't talk. It's absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> what the hell's going on? What? All right. Um, so, yeah, I, that, I, that was pretty jarring. It was pretty eye-opening. Jen has shows tonight at 7 and 11. What? <coughs> Excuse me. Ugh. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Jen's out here doing the set. I love it. She's cr- killing it, man. She, she's super pretty, but fertile. <laughs> oh my God. All right. You guys are nuts. Um, so there you go. I thought that was interesting. Now the numbers are down and I never know. Like when I look over and see the viewers, I'm always like, okay, we were, I think we peaked at 55. So I see 38 and I go, Hmm. I wonder what drove everybody off. It's 426. Um, did they leave? <coughs> yeah, not a COVID cough. Well, a lingering COVID cough. More like a drainage cough. There's nothing to it. I can't get rid of it. I hate it. So I, I see the numbers and I think, hmm, was it was it the Astros rant? Was it the dude on the the cowardly man video? Was it what was it? I don't know. I never know if it's sports or non-sports. All I will say is, fuck it. Let's talk about tortillas. Yeah. And if that doesn't drive away everybody, then certainly this will. Um, I told you guys <clears throat> that I wanted to try to make or replicate HEB's butter tortillas. And I went out and bought all the necessary greens, which I really didn't need to buy everything we had most of it i just didn't realize <coughs> excuse me i'm sorry i really need a, a cough button be a professional and not cough in y'all's ear <clears throat> um so yesterday amos said astros for 500 alex yeah had falcon cast took any viewers i don't know i don't know y'all want to y'all want to go spy on the falcon cast and see if who's over there should we do let's do that let's go twitch Dot TV forward slash was it Falcon cast? Let's see. Oh, I see boobies. Who is that? I don't know who that is. I see boobies on the fire dancer. 
We'll just open that up for research purposes later. Let's see. Falcon cast. The Falcon cast is live. Yeah, he's got, uh, good for him. Chris Dale over there. We'll, we'll mute that. Let's see. Who we got over there? Uh, here you go. This is, this is my boy, Fred Fowler. Let's see. Chrome resize. We'll watch. We'll see what's going on. I don't mind. Thanks, uh, oh, Jesus. Who is... Oh, VBA, what's up, Virginia Button? We long time no see. King of all Twitches, Rain Man. Uh, who else is over there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look like, oh, Philip Barnard. Uh, Heartthrob Rob is over there. Uh, PC and Houston's over there. I see him on the Twitchers sometime. Andre Ware. Is that like the Andre Ware? Oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, let's, let's click on it. Oh, maybe not. I doubt it. Could be though, uh, but good for Fred, man. It looks like it's a he's got all his uh, 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 tech problems figured out, so that's good. Uh, go give him a follow. I need to do the same. There we go. He's gonna be like, "Is Barry? How did, isn't he doing a goddamn show?" Yeah, so go give him a follow. Let's do. Uh, let me see. How do you do the shout out in the chat? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Everybody, go follow Fred. Let's see. Shout out. That says the Falcon cast, but I think it's just Falcon cast, right? Did I get it right? Did it work? <clears throat> Join us following the Falcon cast. I think that's it. Oh, that's not it. God damn it. Was that not the right one? Don't follow that if it was wrong. And it was wrong. It's the Falcon cast, so that was right. Don't follow that one. Unfollow if you follow that. We don't know who the fuck that is. Let's see. Uh, shout out. The Falcon. Nope, something went wrong. Fuck! Well, I can't get it. Sorry, Fred. I tried. Oh, and there's no space. Got it, Donna. Let's see. Now it's probably going to tell me I can't do it because uh, you can't do more than one at a time or some bullshit. Yep, you have you have to wait a minute, 19. I'll kiss my ass. Whatever. Anyways, go give Fred a follow. And if you leave me to go watch Fred, I'm that's fine. I, I okay. No hard feelings. No, you won't I'm not hurt. Um trust me. I'll be, I I uh I want you guys to be happy happy whatever that is. So, yeah, go follow Fred on the Falcon cast. But it doesn't look like it. It just looked like people bail just because they got sick of my shit. I don't know. Um so, back to the tortillas. <clears throat> I had found a YouTube video that taught you how to make, uh, replicate HEV's butter tortillas. And now I've never made tortillas in my life. Um, Nora has. And uh, she kind of assisted getting me started. But I followed the lady's recipe to a T. And I have a I have a, a photo. You guys want to see a picture of the tortillas? Now, obviously, you can't you can't taste them. But this is the first iteration, and I will tell you while I am um, uploading this photo, I will tell you that they were decent. on a On a scale of one to ten, I'd give it a six. I'd give it a six on a scale of one to 10 as far as taste. Now, the problem was 
I didn't know how to roll the tortillas. I didn't know how to flatten the tortillas. I didn't know how to, to, um, you know, make the tortillas taste good. So, uh, well, I, I should look good. The first tortilla I made was about that big. That's not going to get it. Like it was, it was a little tiny baby tortilla. But then I, I, um, oh, Dre, I love you, buddy. Thank you. <clears throat> so I, 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 I wish I had a picture of the first one. This is a little T-Nicey thing. It's real thick. And then I made like this really big, thick one. And that wasn't okay. Yes. So Dre, what happened was Nora bought me a press. Right, she bought me this little homemade tortilla press. You you get the ball, you put it in there, you press it, but it wasn't getting them flat enough and even enough. And I think my my griddle was too hot, and I didn't let my dough rest long enough. I digress because when you throw it on there, it's supposed to bubble within like five or ten seconds. Get them big tortilla bubbles in there. I wasn't getting those, and that's either not enough heat, too much heat, or dough needs to rest. However. Got to use a pinch of flour when roll. Yeah, yeah, I did have that. I did have that. I did have the uh, the pinch of flour. So I'm I'm not ashamed of them because, like I said, they they could have been a lot worse. Um, but they obviously there's room for improvement. But what I did do, and I'm gonna post the recipe if you want it. I'm gonna post the recipe uh, in the Barry on Deck Discord in the food channel. So if you're not a member of the Patreon, you can go join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Barry on Deck. And we do shit like that, right? Like I put the uh, the recipe that I had for the um, copycat Olive Garden Alfredo sauce. <gasps> Anybody make that, by the way? Anybody in the chat bother to make that Alfredo sauce that I put uh, in the on the Discord? It's bomb. Like if you're not making it, you done goofed. It is fucking legit. Uh, but here... Wanna, here is the H-E-B tortillas. Let's see. Hold on. Let me, let me do this. Uh, no. I need to make that smaller. There we go. And we'll move that down. Here you go. This is my attempt at H-E-B tortillas. I mean, you can tell they're a little thick. Um, I got, I got work to do. I got a little work to do. But quite honestly, they weren't terrible. They were edible. They were they were passable. But that that that's dense. They need to be thinner, right? Like you should almost be able to see through the tortilla, and you can't with these. These these are some thick ass, disgusting old El Paso flour tortillas. As far as the butter taste, it's pretty close, right? Like overall, uh, the tortillas were like a, a six. But as far as tasting like HEBs, I'd say eight and a half as far as flavor, like getting that butter flavor. I'd say it was an eight and a half. So the chick's recipe, and I should, I should uh, give you her channel. That's only fair. Her recipe was pretty spot on. It's just it, the, the problem was, was you had a white guy making tortillas. And we're, that's not our jam. We're not, we're not good at that. White, white dudes don't make tortillas good. I'm going to find you her channel. Uh, H-E-B butter tortilla. Recipe. Her channel name. Okay. Don't shush. Shush, lady. 
Don't be getting all cocky on the stream. She's, I hate when they do like the auto uh, thing. Here we go. This is her channel. It's Simply Mama Cooks. I think she's from Houston. I think she's from Houston. Uh, she has 1.6 million subscribers. Ridiculous. <laughs> Total said those look like uh, pupusas. That's funny. Thin flour tortillas don't hold in food, though, especially fajitas. True that. True that. Uh, Cisco said, I'm going to make the Alfredo tomorrow. Yeah, please do. Let us know. I'm interested to see what your thoughts are on it. All right. So here is, um, here is the, uh, and this was the recipe. Let's see where, well, you, you'll find it on her channel. You can go, you can search her channel and I'm about to put a link to it in the chat, but simply mama cooks. She got some bomb ass shit in here too. Mm, all of it looks good. Uh, here is. Oh, Cisco! Genius! Get her on the show? Bro. When I think of that, see, this is why y'all are better at this than me. I'm going to book Simply Mama Cooks. What a great idea. Uh, Hugh Dab said, nah, that's when you get those tortillas with refried beans and eggs. Soak that shit up. True. The thicker ones, the thicker ones. Ooh, live cooking lesson, Jen. Like we did with Chef Machete. You guys are fucking geniuses. This is why I just, you know what I mean? I'm just head down, nose to the grindstone, looking like a dumbass. And you guys are the goddamn geniuses of the, of the show. All right. So her, um, <coughs> her channel is in the chat. Okay. Let's see. Now I'm going to try to Fred's channel again. Shout out the Falcon cast. Nailed it. All right. So go follow the Falcon cast. Go follow Simply Mama Cooks. And uh, yeah, we be jamming. I sent the president of the Fast Food Secret Club a message to get him on BOD. Oh, he ain't doing that. That's dope. That's awesome. You're the man. He ain't doing that. He's too big time. He's too big time. Let's be real. He's too big time. Um, Jesus. I just pulled up a Twitch channel. This chick's just sitting here with her titties out. 806 viewers. Let's see if we can't get these. Oh, it's so sweaty in here. Oh, my God. Under sweat. Okay. That should do it. By the way, uh, the other day I popped in on John and Lance in the morning. I think it was like oh, Wednesday or Thursday morning. Ugh. Ugh. I popped in on John and Lance Wednesday and Thursday morning. I forget which. Just said hi. Chilling for a minute. I was doing research and I, I was like, I was on Twitch. I was like, oh, and I saw they were live. I was like, oh, let me go see what's going on over there. It was fun. And then Paul Gallant came on the show. Or he his show started. He was in the chat too. I guess he was walking to work. And, uh, oh, Amos said, you're just not going to name drop. Okay, I'll put it on screen. Shit. Fire dancer. You guys are going to leave. But that's all right. Here, I'll just show you. Oh, let's see. Here's her channel. You ready? This is Fire Day. When I, I don't know how, when I was doing the Falcon cast, that popped up. And like when I did the search, and I was like, oh, well, that'll certainly get your attention. Right? 
Yeah. See? That's all I need. I just need to do that. I'm good to go. So there you go. I name dropped. Are you guys happy? Why did the numbers drop to three? CC Donna Jen. <laughs> There's nobody left in the chat. They're all watching the Falcon or the Fire Dancer or they're now cooking simply mama tortillas or whatever the fuck there's. I don't understand why. I'm my own worst enemy. I swear to God. Dre said, wait, go back. No, I'm not going back. No, I'm not doing it. I'll show you my titties. Nonetheless. Okay. Focus. Um, so I'm watching John and Lance go back to the boobs. Fuck you, Jim. You're not on yet. We we just raid your moobs. Dallas Hater 69 said, I'm still here. Love you, buddy. Jim said I was more turned on by the food. <laughs> Me too. Hey, Jim, don't think for one second that half the fat asses in this chat didn't get a bigger boner because of the food than they did the chick. Don't think for one second. I saw a lady the other day with just pasties on. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all have been on fucking fire today, chat. Total Dallas. That is fucking hilarious. Someone please time me out. God, chat. Y'all are killing it today. Oh, my God, that's so funny. <clears throat> Joel said, can we raid her? Yeah, we'll raid her. Sure. No, they're posting 69 emojis in her chat. Joel, use her channel points. There you go. Do it right way, Joel. Do it the right way, Joel. Anywho, I'm watching Paul Gallant. He said he was he was in the chat with me while we were, I was watching John Lance. He's like, what's up, Barry? He's like, what's up, Paul? Uh, and he was like, oh, get ready to start my show. I was like, cool, buddy. Have a good show. And, you know, it came on. So I was like, I'm going to hang out. I'm not going to be a dick and just bail on Paul. Um, so he, John Lance finished, he, le they leave, he walks in and, uh, for as soon as he walks in, he's wearing a t-shirt and it's kind of tight. And I'm not going to say I didn't notice, but I was like, I'm not saying anything there by the grace of God. Go I with the, the fat chest. Everybody's like, Holy shit. Paul has tits. It's like, Oh my God. They're like, look at those boobs. Paul has chick titties. I was like. Oh, my God, y'all are brutal. That's not okay. In fact, I wonder wonder if we could catch a replay. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me see if I can find ESPN's channel. ESPN! Uh, let me see. Go to ESPN. I hate going to their channel. I really do. Uh, but I will. I will. Let's see. Oh, VB's over there, too. <laughs> King of all Twitches is over there. Um, What are the chances Total Dallas is watching that chick on a school computer? 100%. He's a large but wears a medium. Paul was looking jacked, no homo. Yeah, I. you know what? I mean, I was like, good for him. He's in shape. Don't go to ESPN. It's sad now. Rest in peace, Cody. Oh, man. Yeah, that does suck. Let me look at their front page. Hold on. ESPN. Uh, do they keep their videos up? Oh, I don't think they do. Cowardly Lions. 
Recent broadcast. There we go. Um, yesterday, two days ago. Hey, there we go. Three days ago. <gasps> That's it right there. I'm going to see if I can. Uh... There's Paul. Just Y'all tell me if he had man boobs or not. That's all. Oh, they cut it. Oh, here we go. Okay, <clears throat> he's walking in. I'm going to let it run for a second. He's walking in, and then when we get to it, I'll, uh, I'm will i going to pause it and put it on screen for y'all to, for y'all to see. Uh, the Twitch does not do this that man justice. He's pretty pretty. Oh, yeah, Paul's a handsome man. Paul's a handsome man. He's a, he's a good-looking man. He's a, he's a handsome fella, to be sure. To be sure. Um, well, I'd love to be in shape like him. I'll tell you that. Not my big fat ass. <sighs> I was talking to Juan Villarreal and, uh, Des White last night at the show. I was like, man, I, my problem is, is I know I'm fat, but then I just, when I eat, I just block it all out. I'm like, well, I mean, I'm at home for God's sakes. I'm at home making H-E-B butter tortillas. Uh, what? Oh, here he goes. Paul's here. Okay, he's walking in. So, this was when they immediately started being like, nice tits, Paul. I mean, first of all, look, you can see the arm muscle. He's in shape. Yes, Paul Gallant. Uh, That lunatic Nashville manifesto, including bizarre coded messages written on body. What? I don't even know what that means. Uh, <clears throat> um, I'm finished. Twitch does not do that man justice. But that I was like, uh, you guys are you guys are mean. He's he doesn't have titties, uh, right? Donna said guns out. See, that's what I'm saying. That's muscle, but it does that shirt doesn't help. And I think the part of the problem is the backpack. That's just me. But of course, uh. The, the chat was like, titties, that dude's got titties. He works out more because his long distance filing in. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, Galan is a handsome man. He's a very handsome man. I'm jealous. Those are pecs, baby. See? See? But no, they're chat. Mean as fuck. Told that man he had bitch tits. I was like, God damn, people are so mean on the interwebs. I swear, I swear to God, state law. Paul's my dude. Uh, Paul's my dude. Good dude. All right. I think I got everything done. We'll just call it a show. I got nothing left to give you, chat. Oh, my God. Uh, hold on. Uh, do I have anything else that I wanted to discuss? Oh, I need to do the ask me anything about anything. That's my bad, Flip. Are you still here, Flipperoo? Flipperoo, have you left as well, sir? Have you left as well? 100% that one's in the chat saying that I have bigger bosoms. Totally. Joel said maybe they're fake. Those are not fake. He works out. He works out. All right. Here is the cue. I forgot to answer Flip's question earlier. Uh, Flip had a question. Ask me anything about anything. Where did the no cheering in the media box rule originate? <sighs> earlier, I was ranting about these fanboy bloggers and vloggers and so-called media types that are just get an internet connection and a love and a passion for a team and decide they're going to be a journalist, quote unquote. And I've seen them doing all kind of dumb shit. I'm just catching you up. One of the things I saw them do was cheering in the press box. 
And that's just a big no-no. Cheering in the press box as a media member is just a huge no-no. Because, because for pretty much as long as there's been a sports media um, job, environment, need, <clears throat> the name of the game has been objectivity. And that's why I think I would be willing to bet you, I didn't hear it. Somebody mentioned in the chat the um, the argument between Dan Levitard and Stephen A. Smith about journalism has changed, sports journalism has changed, it's different now. It is. Sports journalism now, part of it is just breaking news first on Twitter. It's not the first to get an article published in the paper or a magazine or even on your website. It's now tweeting it first with a follow-up maybe later to a link to an article, but it's just about getting it out first and being first. <clears throat> it's not about being accurate. It's about being first. That's a big change in the sports media landscape. Um, but the name of the game has always been objectivity because you can't be honest about a team if you have ties to the team, either through people or friendships or as a fan, which is why it's kind of a no-no in the radio biz to say we when talking about a, a local team. It's why it's a no-no to, 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 to um, cheer in the press box to, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I profess my fandom, but I've always, always uh, been cognizant of saying we. I've never been that guy to say we when talking about the a team that I root for. Um, and, you know, I, I never cheered in the press box because you learn from other guys and gals that have been around forever that it's a place of objectivity. Is it an old school rule? Absolutely. Is it dumb? I don't know. But what you're seeing now is a lot of these bloggers and vloggers and fan bloggers and vloggers are kind of rewriting the rules, kind of like what's going on in comedy. They're rewriting the rules of comedy and doing shit differently. Now I see guys performing in shorts. That was always a big no-no. You didn't do that. But to answer the question, the no cheering in the press box originated a long time ago when the purpose of the paper that was covering the sport was to provide you an objective opinion and view of your team. And you don't... There was no, you couldn't show any type of fandom in the press box. It was just a big no-no. You just, you just didn't do it. And I remember, like, there was guys like Barry Warner would, boy, Barry Warner, if he saw somebody cheering in the press box, he'd jump their ass. I saw him do it. Hey, we don't cheer in the press box. That's unprofessional. I mean, it's the press box. You want to cheer, go buy a ticket and sit in the stands. And that's perfectly okay. When I'm in the stands, I cheer. If I buy a ticket, I'm rooting for the team that I want to see. I'm rooting for them. I'm cheering. I mean, not anymore because I'm dead inside when it comes to sports, but I did. Uh, but if I'm in the press box or in a press setting or at work, no cheering. No cheering. Even when I covered MMA. Even when my friends were in the cage fighting, no cheering. When, not, out, not outwardly at least so because then I think part of the problem becomes if they know you're a fan they're not they're less apt to believe that your criticisms or your lack of criticism 
um, isn't rooted in your fandom or isn't biased because you love the team or root for the team. You got to have that objectivity. So that's the reason, buddy. All right, well, it's close enough. Let's a couple minutes short, but I have I'm out of topics. But we did good. It's a fun show. Chat, you guys fucking killed it today. A plus, well done, amazing, so fun. <clears throat> CC has goes down as funniest chat message uh, in the existence of the show. But my God, all of y'all killed it today. Well done indeed, chat. Well done. Thank you all for the subs. Jet, thank you for resubscribing. Truck driver Pookie, DJ Maddie. Uh, John Parker, thank you for the sub, getting it going. It tied the show. I'm glad you're alive. Thank you all for the uh, follow, John. Thank you all for the cheers and the hype train and the support and coming back. I love you. I appreciate you. Um, Nick said, I got to find a good place to eat dinner tonight in Austin. Barbecue, baby. Barbecue. Or go watch a show at the Comedy Mothership and have some food there. Donna, I love you, boo-boo. My sweet, sweet Donna. Uh, Total Dallas, homie. Peace and love to you, man. Uh, thank you, Joel. I appreciate you. Uh, Nick, get with CC on the Discord. Should probably help you out. All right. Uh, tomorrow, back at it. <coughs> uh, we'll do it all again. I'll have, I promise I'll have enough topics to get us all the way to five o'clock. Okay? Okay? We'll do it. All right. Uh, until tomorrow. And yeah, we're going to raid Titties, whatever her name was. Firestarter. I don't know. That's a red flag. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I love you. Do me three favors before I see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love you, Joe. Please love you, Joe. I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. Stick around with the raid. Here we go. Where is he? What was the count? Was it? Uh, Fired Dancer. There we go. Um, let's see, raid, fire dancer. There you go, horn dogs. This is for y'all. Uh, there we go. Salt Lake is cash only. Ooh, yeah, dots. That's a good one too. All right, here we go. We got 18 in the raid. Two seconds left. One second left. Go say hi. Be cool. Represent the deckheads well. Thank you, Uriel Villanueva. I love you, buddy. I, I probably missed you in the chat, but thank you for watching. All right, peace, everybody. Much love. Here we go. Raid is on. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video.